Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Marlon Palmer, and I'm here to talk about Hype Spots app. Once again, you guys have heard us talk about this on the show. It's the best app out right now. It is one of your top resources for finding out what's going on in the city of Toronto every single night. If you're looking for a party, if you're looking for a party for friends, if you just want to take a night out, hit up Hype Spots app, find out what's going on in the city. Now, they're also responsible for what's going to be the sickest Halloween party you've ever fucking been to, all right? Halloween night, October 31st, Hype Spots. I'm going to be your MC. We got DJ Killer Kells. We got DJ VC. We got DJ Young Shrimp Tempura. It is going to be a vibe. There will be prizes. There will be amazing costumes. There will be amazing music and, of course, amazing vibes. Halloween night, Hype Spots app. Make sure you guys check it out. He had Nelly had to be violently horny. Like, think about it. He made a song literally just for women to take their clothes off. With consent, though, we must say, you know, he made sure the woman came in halfway through the hook and she said, I am so hot. I want to take my clothes off. He didn't say, You are so hot. You, you need you see to how take problematic that song would have been if he's like, That's like telling a woman to smile, right? It's like, Bro, you can't really, you can't really say that. I got a pole in the basement. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding, like Jason. Oh. Unless you gonna do it. Unless you gonna do Unless it. Unless you gonna do Unless it. Unless you gonna do it. <laughs> that is consent in its purest form. I'm just kidding, like Jason. I mean, unless you gonna do it. Unless you gonna do it. <laughs> I'm leaving. Please, Please believe it. Oh, me and the rest of my heathens. <laughs> I don't know. The we are going spot. to Sodom and Gomorrah. Join us. That was a fucking tune, though. Nelly was arguably yes. on top of the world at that exact. Cause that wasn't that the one that didn't that follow. Uh, ride with me. No, EI was next. EI, EI was after. EI was first. EI no. was no, no. First was um, Country Grammar. Country Grammar was his best I ever had. And then Underle, Underle, Mama, E.I., E.I. Uh-oh. That was number two. That was number two. E.I. was like... E.I. was number two. Okay. And you know he was a star from that because still to this day, no one knows what he's saying. No one knows what Nelly's talking. We just like, all right, E.I., E.I., uh-oh, I guess. It sounds it sounds lit. We'll do, we can do that. I always thought he was corny, but I understood why he popped. That was, t- but it was just my personal preference. He was just a vibe, though. Yeah. Cause did Nelly have bars? Is no. Nelly the first rapper to just come up off the vibe? He never had any crazy double entendres. Wait, was he out before fifty? Crazy storytelling. Was he out before fifty? Yeah, he was. So was he sing? He was sing rapping before fifty and Drake and before everybody was sing rapping. Kind of in a way. Yeah. In a sense, yeah. Because. When you really listen to him, but he doesn't rap. Ja he sing, is the pioneer he sing rap. Nah, should nah. we? Can we just come on? Nah. Come on! 
Are we going to do this? Maybe Nelly was even before Ja Rule. Definitely not. Definitely not. I, th- I think Nelly might be before Ja Rule. What year was hot in here? Let's look that up. What year was fucking hot in here? Oh, my God. I, I think I, I give Nelly. I give it to Nelly before Ja. Hot sure. in here. Mm. Wow. Mm. So, so hot, hot in here. here. I'll bump this song over any Ja Rule song. And the video? What? Pasha? What's up, hey. Pasha? I see you, girl. Mark, I'm in there. Listen, what up? This is shot in government. I heard. Nah. No, don't, don't go there, bro. That's my homegirl, man. I grew up with her. Good gracious, It was Modish. It was Modish. Oh, my God. That booty was white. Looking for the right side of street. I'm leaving. Please believe it. Oh, me and the rest of my heathens Checking out a lock at the top of the four seasons Penthouse, birds I'm feeding No deceiving, nothing up for Steven No teasing, I need you to get up up on the dance floor Get at that much you're asking for What year is that? 2002 Holla Holla was... Holla Holla What year? Holla Holla was March Uh-huh 2000? Uh-huh. What was that? <laughs> 1999. Hello, hello. Okay, so you got three years on Nelly? Okay, and now what's the next one? Hold on. What's uh what's always on time? When's always on time? When's put it on me? Uh, Hold on, he didn't start singing until No, come on, let's not me do this. You, me and you is when Both of them. Put it on you, be, me, between, between me and you. you like, yeah, like that. Between what year you, was that? Two thousand. Thank you. Pioneer. Mm-hmm. Of this whole shit that we are right now. Always on time, October 2001. Come, come, come on. Mm. Come on. Now he saw the wave. He saw Wagwan. He's like, okay, okay. That's what they're doing up in the East. When did, when did, when did Wangsta come out? That came out after. Right? Wangsta was definitely 2003. Because that was making fun of Jaro, yeah, right? Yeah, that was making fun of Jaro. Yeah. yeah, I think that was 2003. Or 2002. I don't know. Around that time. But just know. Ja. Motherfucking rule. I mean, Chaos was the originator. Oh, my fuck. Chaos was singing and rapping before everybody. You missed the Chaos session. We did that last week when you were not in the country. Well, just know that Chaos (laughs) was the originator of the singing and rapping shit. Trying to get down cause I'm moving up. Come on. Trying to get down cause I'm moving up. If you listen to his Trying first to joint, um, what's that song? The Sun uh, the It sun sounds rise? like Canadian oppression music. Does that make sense? Like, you know when you hear... Because uh, 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 it sounds Anthony, like it's Charles from Anthony? New, Orleans New Orleans. Is that his name? Charles Anthony? Yeah, okay. Charles Hamilton? Charles Char- What's his name? Anthony Charles Hamilton. Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. That's his name. That guy. Is it Anthony Hamilton? <laughs> It's Anthony not Anthony Hamilton. Charles? No, no. <laughs> There's no Charles. Charlie, just wanna... You just want to hear Charlie. Charlie Hamilton. <laughs> Charlene. That's the song. That's why I'm thinking. You know how you hear Charlene and it just sounds like slavery. Like it just sounds like he was, like you remember when it, wait in the water. You didn't tell me Anthony Hamilton was not there? No. He, he was not there. Harriet, Harriet Tubman did, wouldn't put Anthony Hamilton on the playlist? Is that what you're trying to tell me? His lineup looks you like... You guys forgetting that song with, he did with um, his debut, like, breakout song? What was his debut breakout song? You guys remember it? Wow. Nope. Oh, no, that's not the one. It's Charlene. Nope. Ooh. It is with... He's featured with the Nappy Roots. 
And oh. he said, all, all my, my life, life I've been poor. And it really don't matter no more. And, and they wonder why we act this way. And every boy's gonna be that nigga okay. was a slave. And that is what I'm gonna say about that. Anthony Hamilton was a slave. Slave singer. A slave saloon singer. They had saloons then, no? I have no comment. I can't say nothing about this. I mean, but he did sound like... He, he sound did, he, his voice had his voice so much had oppression. lots of oppression. He had oh lots my of struggle. God. So much pain. The amount of grumble. The conviction and, and, in and, his and laryngitis. Charlene. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, Charlene, come back, please. This man is hurting. <laughs> oh, when'd you get there? <laughs> like, this nigga is a babe. He looks like a Jethro. I say. What a burnout ass clock. Yeah! What's going on? You fucking sexy bitch. Look Look at you. you. Oh my god. Work has a dress code, but look at you. You breaking all those codes, ain't you? With them thighs. Girl, you look. Girl! I see you with the new. Okay, manicure. My man, I checked the man out. I see you, boy. Okay, I I see you, nigga. You got that peak coat swag. I feel you. It's fall. Oh, I got you. Okay. I got oh, you. leg warmers. I see Ooh. with the leg warmers. Please don't do the brook up Uggs this this winter. I'm begging you. If you're if no your male Uggs, Uggs look like you're in a soaker fed. Like you know those salt stains <laughs> that get white all over. Like why why are you why is there baby powder on your Uggs? Your Uggs look like like disintegrating sand coming <laughs> off your foot. They be leaning. You see the ones that lean, but the foot's not leaning. Like the just the boot is leaning. It's scrunched down at the bottom. It, what that is? Some of y'all can feel the ground. It looks like an Ewok you. foot that's shedding. <laughs> Come on, what's wrong with you, man? No, seriously. No, okay. You could wear the brock up Uggs, but just not with shorts. Like, make up your mind. Is it hot or is it cold? It's, I hate, it's that the is new the look. number it's my one new distressed Uggs. They're <laughs> that's distressed. That's the number one most confusing outfit. I've ever seen hoodie, jeans, short shorts, Uggs. I don't know what the temperature is. I could not tell. Like if I look out my window, I I can't look. You can't look outside in Toronto during from what October to what March. Mm-hmm. You can't look outside and just be like, hmm. Oh, it looks like a nice day. No, it's no. not how it works. You got always going to be cold. You got to look yeah. at other people. What are they wearing? <laughs> Okay, bundled up. I'm bundled up today. No, it's, it's that fall transition and that like spring, winter to spring transition. Like you just never know. Is it gonna be hot? Is it gonna be cold? And then the fucking the nights. Just uh, oh man. But gonna, I, between five thirty to six, the sun is like, madam, you done know? I'm off this. Ah mm-hmm. ah, uh, uh, out of here. Ten seconds flat. The sun is gone, bro. Mm-hmm. By six o'clock now. No, but you know when I look out my window. I always look at people and try to find indicators to see how cold it really is outside. Like, do you have any indicators when you look outside? Like, mm, this guy's rocking this or this person's rocking that. Well, I can't look at white people because exactly that's that one of the things. Number I one, never look at white people because white people will throw off your whole shit. Yeah, you thinking it's fucking thirty degrees outside? It is minus no, thirty three with a minus fifty six wind chill. Yeah, this nigga out here in shorts. With a hockey bag. Wim Hoffman shit, just like walking around. You with can't look shirt. at white people. I look at minorities immediately. 100%. 
the closer you are to my shade, that is what I'm judging. I'm going to go up based off that. Especially if you look cold even though you dressed warm. That's when I know for sure, all right, some shit about to go down. This is not, this is not that, that cold, cold. This is like that polar what vortex yep. that we had. Dog. I will not, they, you know how like they, you see in those TV shows, ah, I remember back the storm in 69. Yep. Like, bro, you realize that that is Toronto people with the All-Star Weekend? Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yo, All-Star Weekend, was, that was the coldest weekend of life. Like, that remember, scared everyone from Toronto. Anytime you bring up Toronto's All-Star Weekend, that's the first thing you hear. Yo, that was the coldest fucking weekend. Especially people, oh, you know why I felt shitty? Because it's like, it's like you have people coming over to your house and your kids are just acting crazy. No, you like got a barbecue do. at the crib and you, and you hear on the forecast it's going to rain. You're like, no. Not I'm, even. Not even. Taking the kid analogy. Because this is why, it, if the kids are misbehaving to the point where it's like, and the, the people came hearing that the kids were going to be badasses and you want to prove them wrong. These people came over to Canada thinking Canada's going to be cold as fuck. And this, like, it was literally nice that entire winter, the entire winter. <laughs> until that weekend. And I was like, oh, my God, we're actually going to have, like, a winter where people can come here. Because you got to remember also, you have all the stars of the league coming here. Yeah, yeah. If you want potential Raptor signees, an All-Star Weekend is like an audition. You know what I mean? For the city. And if they're coming here and it is the coldest weekend to the point where man's are talking about it. like it's a talking point and this is amidst like Winterfell and oh Game of Thrones God. and everybody's speaking of yeah. the North and we they were like you know this is fucking Winterfell yeah. bro yeah there's some White Walkers walking to the game right it now encapsulated all, all of it yeah it was so cold that weekend it all added to the narrative of Canada being non-livable and these players they, I don't think people really understand how much of a factor Snow is in these places. Like, especially when you're a superstar, you're a superstar. You can now decide where you want to live. Never when I was playing on a driveway did I picture myself shoveling snow during my uh, amazing career. I pictured palm trees, sand, sun. It looked like Super Mario World every day. Just sunny, nice clouds are smiling at me. But to Toronto's in Toronto's defense, Cleveland, Minnesota, yeah, Chicago, no, a lot New of York, all those places have very similar weather. Are just as cold. Toronto, like uh, their weather conditions it's, are just like Toronto. But, but we this, have TV they against just us. Think Canada uh, as a whole it has all the same weather, and they're gonna assume oh Toronto is gonna be like fucking Banff, Alberta, or whatnot, or buttfuck Nova Scotia. So naturally, they're gonna be like ah fuck that shit. But no, it's the same. Minnesota's colder. Ohio, Cleveland, Ohio. Minnesota is like one of the only places that the media portrays as just as cold as Canada. Mm-hmm. But that's it. Like Cleveland has brick ass winters. Chicago, the windy city during the winter. Are you crazy? Like these places get cold. And because we have the media against us, we have TV shows against us. That just South Park will paint us as yeah. the coldest <laughs> fucking place in the world. Like. All these shows that just pin us at, like, look how many times you heard the whole igloo stories. Do you guys live in igloo shit? Like, they really think the whole place is just snow. 
I know a lot of Americans that still to this day think that we, like it only snows here. I've heard it even on podcasts recently, someone saying that, fuck, nobody wants to live in fucking Canada. Eight months of fucking snow. I was like, eight months? That's, okay, that's pretty close. <laughs> I was like, fuck shit. Yeah. It's pretty close, yeah. god damn. <laughs> but it's not that bad. It's not like it's in literally snow. It's, Toronto's not that bad in comparison to the rest of Canada. That's all it is. My thing is it's not really that much snow. If you think of the past couple of years, we only had like three snowstorms each winter, three major ones, and then that was it. And it was just freezing. Like, it was cold as fuck, but the streets were dry. Like, it, there wasn't a lot of snow. It didn't even snow last year until, like, December 20th or some shit. Something stupid, something close to winter, um, to Christmas is when it started snowing. So it's like, it doesn't go on that long. It's cold for a fucking long time. That's the problem. This global yeah. warming does not help us at all. I don't know what... Like, my thing is global warming only helped the designated months for summer that we already had. Like, it's only hotter then. Why isn't it hotter for a longer period of time? It's like, no, no, no. We're still going to give you three, yeah, maybe you're four only getting, months. You're only getting, no, not even four months. You're getting three months of nice and hot, and then boom, Super back to hot, cold. and then, yeah, right back to cold. Yeah, no, 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 no gradient. No <laughs> little gradual. <laughs> Transition. Not just, bam, bam. it's cold, motherfucker. Oh, Nuit Blanche, freezing. Yes, Nuit Blanche <laughs> Nuit is, Blanche is, is that cutoff point. Yep, that it week. Always Nuit Blanche. Always. It's always that week too, because it's never just the night. It it lets you know your Nuit Blanche about to be cold. We give you days in advance notice. <laughs> this is the cold week. If you forgot, when does the time go forward or backward? Backward. When, backs. Does that mean more sleep or less? That just means the sun comes up sooner. More, so less sleep. Damn. Who 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 was the marketing person on that? Who's the marketing person on that? I would have given more sleep. <laughs> but I get it. It's daylight savings time. No, so. it's because it takes more time for people to get to work in the winter. So you got to get up an hour earlier. True. I don't know. <laughs> what? I just made that up. I, yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I was like, time is still time. <laughs> I'm not now waking up at five. And like, oh, I guess I should start my day since it used to be six. <laughs> <laughs> This used to be six. We should start getting... You got to move on, guys. Yeah, no, it's seven. No, That's probably how we should be fucking treating it, to be completely... Norm just raises a valid point. That's probably how we should be treating it. Oh, this used to be six, guys. This, no, no change whatsoever. Let's just keep it moving. Let's have an hour. Yeah, let's just, let's just be earlier. I think for the rest of my life, I will never know if it's more sleep or less sleep when the time changes <laughs> until it happens. <laughs> Every year, I ask the same fucking shit. Oh, is it more sleep or less? Every year, 31 years. And when it moves forward, you get time to sleep in. Mm. Yes. There it is. Mm. That's really what it is. Because mm. when it moves backward, it's like, do I got to sleep earlier now? I'm super torn on the nights happening earlier because I really fucking love nighttime. Like... Because more people just stay in their houses. Like, they think it's late already. <laughs> Especially from now until, like, mid-December. People oh, aren't used to it. This is when white people, think, like, when white people dinners make sense. You know yeah, what I mean? five o'clock dinners. Because yeah. it's dark outside. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's why white people oh, eat at five. they started this in the Caucasus Mountains where it was cold. Mm, yeah. 
Because I was to be like, yo, it's, it's sunny outside. Why are you eating breakfast? Why are you eating dinner? It's like five. Mom I just got done. home. I hate drugs. <laughs> 5 p.m. dinner. Mom's got to, mom just got home. Got to throw the freaking My family minute be rice trying to in be the oven. White time dinners, white dinner times, uh, uh, holidays. <laughs> On holidays, it's always white yeah. dinner time. Yeah. It's, that's it's always like a five or a seven. I'm like, what? What are we eating so early? You know I'm going to be eating again at nine. Like, you know. But that's the point. I think they want you to eat early because there's going to be so much food that you can go back all night. I'm going to go back at nine, drunk as hell, and I'm going to get right after the game's done. I'm, but it's also for the people that come early and are staying for a while or leaving early. See, I don't like that, though, because I, that lowers my leftover ratio. Mm-hmm. My Tupperware got to be, my Tupperware runneth over when I go home. Right. Ba on, ba on, ba on, baby. <laughs> My gods, My I love God. Baon. I love Baon. <laughs> Give me them leftovers. Oh man. Yo, I've seen my I've seen my family use like the most random things to take home some Baon leftovers. Mm. Like we'll use like oil that's uh foil that's been used ten times over. Oh yeah. And I mean saran wrap. Anything. Like anything, anything. a piece of paper. I've some... been I put food in cups and then just oh, put yeah, a saran yeah. wrap over it because all the plates are done, all uh-huh. the bowls are done. Let's put it in a cup. Yeah. Cup full of rice. Put yeah. an elastic band over that. Called yeah. it a day. Freaking. Gotta do what you gotta do for them leftovers. I've seen people use like newspaper. <laughs> What's the Shit. best next day food? Um I know it sounds gross, but as a Filipino, Kentucky fried chicken. Oh, KFC the K- next day. Kentucky Different. fried chicken and white rice. Yo. Just give me that KFC or that KFC, KFC and white skin. rice. Oh my God, I'll eat that forever. KFC skin arguably <laughs> might be better cold the next day. Mm. Yes, chicken arguably. chicharron. Oh man, I want that chicken skin. I haven't had KFC in a life. minute. That be give me the bubble guts. I can't even deal with it. KFC. No, I'll only eat KFC outside of North America. Popeyes be giving yeah, me the bubble the guts. So nah, mm. Jamaica. No, Jamaica, Trinidad, Jamaica's where you Philippines. Have KFC, um, my dog. Some jerk chicken. Some jerk KFC chicken. The, the, um, the, the KFC zinger. <laughs> the Yo, zinger. give me that zinger. The Jamaican zinger. zinger. Give me give the zinger. zinger. Um, how's your trip? Oh man, I went to two French colonies of in, within North America in one week. I was in New Orleans, and I was in Montreal. And why were you there? New Orleans, I was hosting a wedding. Nice. Uh, and it was how's it was the wedding? A, it was dope. So the, uh, the this couple I met in Taiwan, they're from New York. Beautiful black couple. Black love is so beautiful, and they did it in this really really dope, um, like African American history museum nice. in New Orleans. It was kind of bittersweet because there was like all these different, um, I guess, installations speaking on like the slavery, the slave trade, and I guess the history. At of, the wedding? At at the museum, because oh. that's where the wedding was, oh, in okay. the courtyard, and inside is where like the food reception was, and you'd see like the, 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 the ball and chain, you'd see the shackles, you see everything on display, and you see all these different like monuments speaking on the history, and it was so bittersweet, because as beautiful as it was, and as historical as it was, here you see this beautiful representation of black love, and then you see all the shit that people had to go through for them to get to this to point. To get married, basically. To get married, yeah. yeah it was beautiful. That's you know sick. I mean? That's really and, dope. Um, 
aside from that, yo, fucking the most magical place I've ever been to in my life. Like the history is so deep. Like even the trees, I was looking at the trees like, wow, there's so much history. They, these guys survived Katrina, you know, they've, you know, people have been hung off these trees. Like there's just so much shit, right? And as I'm walking down the street, there's also trees just bearing fruit. I was eating like tangerines um, or I was eating what, you know, I guess. People take pictures I, I call in front port- of those trees. What was that? Do people take pictures in front of those trees? Unfortunately, yes. Jesus Christ. But like, I was, that's all I was thinking. They're beautiful, but like, that's, the thing is, the trees are beautiful trees regardless. They people just hung human beings. Yeah, they took pictures in front of the trees. Man, it's it's sad. But like, that's the history, and like, you can't run away from it. And I think there it was would just so many people with taking. stories that like would break break down like all these different stories about their history or what they knew about like the struggle. And just hearing it, it's crazy. Did you go down Bourbon Street? I went down Bourbon Street, Decatur. Uh, Decatur. I was in Decatur. Did Bourbon. you go to Lil Wayne's house? No, I wish. <laughs> I didn't even know. I, I was trying to find. Bro, I was, all I did was eat, eat, eat. Crawfish. Freaking mad. Some soft shell crabs, crawfish, some catfish. Some, some I've never had catfish. Some, some, How is that? Oh, cat, the fried catfish. Oh, my God. Better than tilapia? Better than oh, bro, just, just, here's the thing: like when they cook, they don't put their foot in it; they put their freaking body in it. Like okay, I don't know foot, about their, all that. They put everything. They splash and dive the whole essence. Even their into bottom it. hole, I don't want the bottom bro, hole. Everything in it. it's in it. It tastes so good, bro. Like they they had. Um, I don't want um, body oil in my any food. type of fit. Yo, <laughs> yo, allig- I had an alligator. I don't want pink guy. Fried alligator really does taste like chicken, like everybody says. Wow. Like, I've had it before, but I wanted to try. You know, what kind of sauce Louisiana, do you with, um, the, with the fried alligator? I went to the spot called Acme, um, and they got the um, the char grilled oysters. Got the fish, the the hush puppies. Every like yo mountain. It's pretty much like a festival, but like with some f- crab seafood, like a seafood Ooh, festival. Bro, son, cornbread festival mm. and these balls that these that just come with the freaking plate. You get like ten of balls? them with some fries. Oh, why? Sorry. Sorry. Come on. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Festivals. <laughs> and then freaking bro, this the, and the portions are ridiculous out there. You know they they do not skimp. You know what I mean? This is. My guts. I love New Orleans boots. I say, fire burn that rat. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, yo, I get that's one, yo. Here's one crazy thing. Bourbon Street. It's not even there, there's no Mardi Gras, but they're still throwing beads and they still flashing. Did you see like Jada Pinkett? Like, like, I did not Regina see Jada Hall? Pink. Nope, I didn't see no girls trips. I did take a picture on the corner that they they was doing their thing. At. <laughs> Someone's like, "Oh my god, girls, girls!" It would have been so fun. You should have gotten somebody to go on that balcony and <laughs> videotaped you walking by like that dark skin guy. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so funny. Yo, we found this dope speakeasy. Um, we had to speakeasy. It's like a secret like party where you have to get in with a code. It's like what, what um, all the uh. Cr- Crime bosses back in the, the Al Capones and all those guys. They would have a lot of escorts go to speakeasies. Yeah, it's one of those places where, like, once you find <laughs> a lot of strippers, it's really it's, it's only for exclusive bunch. So we, we when you get there, you never need the password. No, you need the password, and like you have to. They sent us on a hunt. We had to find go to this one spot to find the password, and they would lead us to the next spot. And oh, okay. that's, that's yo. A we lot. we went upstairs to this dose. This the fucking. The, the 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 code word was it's lit. I'm like fuck oh you guys, God. man. Fuck. I wanted something cool like. <laughs> so you get to the door. Password. 
It's lit. It's lit. <laughs> Imagine you just said it's lit, and they're like, oh, oh you gotta say it like Travis. <laughs> like, give me something cool, like it's Commodore lit. Falcon it's by lit. you. No, it's lit. No, one Yo. more try. <laughs> you only get three tries. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> you gotta put auto tune on your phone. That's how you get the it's password. <laughs> It's like a riddle specifically. <laughs> it's a riddle. A riddle. Recording <laughs> oh, Travis I have a Scott. riddle for you three. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. We get to the top of the speakeasy, and it's we go into this old ass Victorian elevator. It's like looks like it's been made in the 1800s. We get to the top and we exit. Mm-hmm. I look to the right, and you know those those uh, parties where you see like. Just a Japanese girl lying naked, there's sushi all over her. Oh, and like shit. rush hour. Rush hour shit. I look to the right, bro. It wasn't a Japanese girl. It was a this black things. Black, beautiful, thick, just whoo, like yeah. what could fit just one or two pieces of sushi on the backside. They fit like 20, ten pieces 20, of on each, yep. cheek. each cheek. I was like, damn, I want some they of that. Bring the black sushi. girls in for the buffet. Yo, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I could not believe. I, what do they even call that? When Can they I eat, eat the sushi food off, off the, body? the body? No, that's what's what it is. Wait, would you, no the, hands? You straight up, well, you I, you're supposed to take chopsticks and take it off nah, the body. Nah, I'm trying to take out no chopsticks. No, no, no chopsticks, no hands, just face, hands behind your back. Ah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eat some ass on the way. How do I do plan? No, you're not. But, <laughs> but, man, that is so scary, though. Wow. Talk about a place for, like where potential Me Too could happen. You don't want the wrong drunk guy in a venue like that. Mm-hmm. Like no, you would they, have they to have... watch who, what kind of friend you bring there. I think that would be a good indication of what your friends you have that are trash. Yeah, let's let's see how <laughs> they are around a naked body. With You're sushi. like, oh, I can't invite him. He might do something. I should probably stop talking to him. Cannon, who invited <laughs> this guy to the Bonnie Sushi eating? Nayo Nayo Temori. Nayo Temori. Nayo Temori. Nayo Temori. Nice. Sir, foods on the female body. Often referred to as body sushi. Body sushi. Mm. But like this was like bu- all you can eat. Buffy the body sushi. Like Buffy ooh. the body sushi. <laughs> like man, <laughs> she was. Dead. Uh, Yo, and you know who I was with out there, bro? So wait, they were naked, naked. They were naked. So wait, when like all the food on the nipples. So wait, when the when the food, okay. Sashimi on the you know, on, on sashimi right on the pelvic region, right where right where the Brazilian would happen. If you're the first two guys, it's so funny because you can't. Go straight for the nipple. <laughs> you can't yes, you be can. a dirt bag. You kind of got to just like, all right, I'll just take off the stomach. I'm respectable. I'll... Nah, like, yo, son, I want that. I want that nipple sushi you first. Got... Yo, I would Who's sit that? down so long. <laughs> that's a real, no, that's a real dope. Like, I would test. sit down so long. I wait for everybody to eat. <laughs> to like, go no, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Yo. No, you know what's to prevent Holy it? You gotta shit. put the worst piece. You gotta put the worst piece of sushi on the nipple, so that nobody touches it until the end. You test the how hard these things are. It's not even food. It's like, it's like a piece of garbage. Yeah, it's just an ornament. It's like that's not even food. Why are you thinking that? Look at my 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 bad. I, I I thought it was edible. It's just wasabi. <laughs> thought it was edible. It's not even. Nigga, take the whole wasabi thing off. Dude, oh, it was meant God. to cover her nipple purposely. No, I'm dying at... No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that would really be me. 
Oh, a piece of shit. But yo, you know who was oh. there with? You know who made that whole trip for me? What? You who? know who was there? Who? My man Fumu. Do you know who Fumu is? I have no idea who Fumu. Remember, is. homeboy that was dancing up a storm at the freaking uh, uh, Planting Festival. Not not Asian oh, dude. Oh, black oh, dude. Oh, oh the black guy. Man. The uncle. 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 Ah. Yo, Uncle Fumu. Is the man, he must bro? Have killed it. We oh, were dancing up a storm. He was just making everybody dance around everywhere yeah. we went, and he I was just the egg him sunshine, on. Man. I was like, "Yo, come on, bro! This is your time to shine, bro! Come on, man!" We I love his face when he starts dancing because he gets so serious and focused. Bro. Laser. <laughs> laser, laser focus, laser, and everywhere he went, people just wanted to dance around us, and like, yep. He's like, "Oh, I need to hang with you, Norm. You encourage me because I was like, man, I'm encouraging you because I know the party will start the moment you start." That's the guy so, you want to run into the night you have like a bachelorette party yep. there, or yep. like a bachelor party. Like, that's the guy you want around because they're gonna turn up because of him. He's gonna bring that energy, bro. The whole party, the whole weekend. Because of him. Y'all out here are inviting old men because they can do the Rudolph dance, but won't invite niggas that can actually dance and bring the energy. You people make me sick. <laughs> What's that old white dude in the bay? What's his name? OG something? Nigga like 75. Dude, he does the same three dances. <laughs> Every video I see, it's the same three dances. And he's getting stacks to show up to these parties, bro. Yep. While niggas is out here dancing for free. Yeah, man. Sickens me. Just sickens me. But yo, New Orleans, <laughs> that's the place you gotta go. You gotta get the beignets. And then you went to Montreal. You gotta no? get the beignets. You gotta get all that shit. Oh, the food's so good. Um, yeah, then I went to Montreal for John DeBarber's birthday. Shout out to John DeBarber. Happy uh, birthday uh, to uh, the uh, uh, Friend of the show. You already know what time of the day, the year, the month, or the millennium, or the age. You know what I'm saying? So, like, surprised you guys um, didn't go to like Miami or something. If we could cross, or if he could cross. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> wow, wow. No, he. We can cross. Well, I'm not sure he can, but anyways. That <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll see if we can go soon. But we we always go to Montreal at least once or twice a year, and we have to go check my homie Chops' is a new restaurant, Le Petit Vibe. Really dope, little, really dope spot. I'm like, which pretty much translates to a local vibe. It's a local vibe, still. Le petit vibe. It's a local vibey in here, you know. Uh, Hawaiian Filipino fair. Shout outs to DJ mm. Chops, Chef Chef Joshua. Ryan. A little bit of Kawai- mm. uh, Kamayan, a little bit of mm. Halua. Some mm. sea logs, you know. If you want the top sea log, the long sea log, all the sea logs, my guys, oh my god. What is the sea log? Yo. Is it the, with the concubine? It's the garlic rice. <laughs> <laughs> with the concubine? It's garlic rice with a, with mm. a fried egg on top. I'm already there. And then, uh, then uh, uh, assorted meats, whichever meat you want. Man. You can have the bangos, which is the milkfish. You Woo! can have the tapsilog, which is the beef. Talk to you them. can have the long, longanisa, pork which is belly? the Filipino Any sweet sausage. Belly? You can get the freaking lechon kawali. You can get all that, the tocino. That's the lechon pork kawali. belly. Bro, there's so many lechon things you kawali. can get. Yo, they have, they have spam, because Filipino Hawaiians love spam. Like Spam, I don't know, man. I, don't know if you guys I think we call spam. it uh, bully beef. Well, there's bully beef and then there's spam. There's the pork version and then there's the beef version. Nah, right? we want a beef version still. But yo, nah. we were just. Dying. But I need enough swine. Yo, say less. Spam. I'm joking still. I need enough swine still. But Pepper, so pepperoni we were, meat lovers. <laughs> that's me. Bro, we were dying making the most stupidest like Tito Filipino jokes over like spam. Hey man, for your burn that rust. Oh, you say less spam. 
<laughs> say less, spam. <laughs> Holy shit. That's how we actually say, that's how we say fam, but sounds like we're saying spam. So you yeah. had an event. That was an event. Bought mad week. camel pink pants. Bought like like five pairs of pink pants. You know, I'm happy when I buy pink. I'm rocking a pink. Parade. Five pair like of pink, pink. pants. Yeah, five. Man. I like pink and. You like pastel. Yeah, bro. I like, yeah. Pastel, like pastel colors is your shit. Make me, sh- make me feel good. That's your vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. I can see you coming out with your own like. Like, uh, what's it? Was it golf wang? Golf wang color schemes are my thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's your shit. Yeah, man. For sure. Yeah, and don't forget, you uh, absolutely bodied the last oh. laugh comedy show. <laughs> Yo, bro. Headlined the show. Thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank Killed you, sir. that you shit. Know, you know, I had, to, I had to bring the goods. I got, I got to close out the show after following all you killers. You guys all bodied it, too. Everybody like, killed on, man. that night, man. I was so surprised just because I've seen the growth. Well, minus um, G... Cause I've never seen G in my life. Like everybody, I've seen the growth. I've yeah. seen like people start from the bottom, and you know from, from Alan killed it, man. That's the one person I didn't see, Alan. Oh, I came late for Alan. You missed it, Alan. Yeah, no, yeah. Alan killed it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's been he's been putting in work. Like I knew there was gonna come a point where, like all the time and effort that he puts in was gonna reach was gonna match his talent. Yeah, yeah. You know? He's he's really talented, man. And he's got a lot more like acting jokes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's dope to see. Yeah, no, everybody killed. Um, I was just in awe. You did a good life. job, man. Yo, let's give it up Thank for Marlon, man. man. Thanks, on man. his first show. Good Thank job, man. Marlon Palmer. He's Thanks, a man. good Thanks, youth. Of- <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's give it up for our good youth of the day. Oh, uh, uh, no. No, you did. Ki- you killed that shit. Uh, Lewin killed that Thank shit. You. You know, G killed it. Tricks, crystal body, that yeah. shit. Al- Man, yeah, Honestly. everybody was. And the crowd good. was beautiful. And and you know who turned out? You know who really showed the fuck up? The gravy gang. Gravy bitch, gang. Nigga. gang. The fucking gang. gravy gang. Y'all niggas know what the fuck it is. Yo, just smothering motherfuckers. Smothering say. motherfuckers, that, nigga. Yeah, say getting smothered like a motherfucker. motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> getting yeah, smothered yeah. like a motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, gravy gang. Uh, no, y'all put the Jamaican. It's a whole conversation right there. But I'm saying though. Yeah. I'm saying, though, you guys came out. There was like two Patreon guests. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the Patreon. The fam. one Patreon guest that comes out every time. Every show. You know who you are. She's a, she's Who's a real up, one. Ali? She's a real one. Um, yeah, man. It was to support, man. Like, people were out lined up uh, from 5 30. Five? What? So the yeah, door isn't yeah. open until 6 30. A girl literally walked in while we were setting up, and I was like, ah, we are not. We are not open yet. Well, how did you get? How did you get in here? <laughs> Be like, since you're here, you want to help? Set up? <laughs> you want to grab a broom? Uh, yeah, no, but it was it was crazy. Yo, shout out to uh, Hype Spot app. Shout out to Hype Spot. They, they app. set up the stage like yo, because I was actually that's the one thing I'm always worried about with that place is the stage. It's yeah. so bare, so plain. It's very so dark. When they added those lights, that yeah, made all the difference. killed that shit. Yeah, that made all the difference. Hype Spot like shout splash out to on the back. Um, got the Halloween party coming up on Halloween night. Don't oh, slip. Shut, shut, man. I'm hosting. Got DJ VC, Tory Lane's DJ. Um, we got Killer Kells. Mm-mm. And we got DJ Shrimp Tempura. Uh, yeah. 
He is 88 Glams, DJ. Shit, we got <laughs> DJ uh, Diarrhea Winder Selector. Um, come through. I don't know what party that um, is. Oh, um, uh, what? <laughs> but it's going to be it's gonna be crazy. Uh, I got to find a costume soon. I don't know what the hell I'm going to be. For I, yo, you know what you year. should be? I was thinking about it, and I think you'd be the perfect person. This is about to be racist, but let's go. A Jamaican beef patty. I, see, I, I said it. I said it. I said it. I knew it was going to be racist. That's not racist. <laughs> I'm not dissing a race. I'm not making fun of no race. It's culturist. So what am I? The 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 rap or the beef? No, no, no. You just <laughs> it'd be the white the white bag with the patty. Uh, have a nice patty day or whatever on it. Tasties. Yeah, the Tasties patty joint. Or am I getting a giant Tasties bag? <laughs> man, you just make it, man. <laughs> did you see that cat that did the do rag model? Like he he dressed himself <laughs> Yo, as like, the do rag pack. Yeah, that, that shit, shit was, was crazy. crazy. And then his face was just on the do rag. Like, what's up? Like, yeah. that's some clever shit. See, my my, <laughs> I was thinking if I can't find a costume, I'm just gonna go as Jehovah's Witness. Um, I was just gonna wear a backpack and a suit. Yo, that's what it was. That's what it was. Oh my god, the Jehovah's the Jamaican Jehovah's Witness freaking pamphlet. Yes. Oh, you seen it? My God. <laughs> you saw it? Oh. <laughs> no, oh my God, bro. Can you find that right now, please? It's the funniest shit I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, no, oh it has my all God. the pants on it. That shit was super boy. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, no, I don't know what the hell to be. I want to be something creative, but like every year I say that and then it's just like last minute i look for a fucking costume because my life is busy why don't you how many times you have you year? tried to be um what was your best costume ever my best in costume your opinion? was um fuck. Mm. Fuck. well the one i won a costume um competition dressed up as a homeless man when i was in grade three and i think back at that i'm like you guys were you know making fun like rewarding me like Rewarding poverty, yeah, like <laughs> the hardships of as a costume, as a cut. Like I, yeah. I literally rolled around in like in, in garage. Smut, oh my god! And I just made myself look really dirty, and I was like, "Help me, please!" And they're like, "This is so great!" How oh my dirty? god! Like, please spare some change. And like, you're doing such a great job. And they awarded me the best costume of, of my class. And I look back, I'm like, "That's fucked up, man!" Like you guys, are like that's a, what school is this? Let's let's air them out. Anson Park, Junior Public School. <laughs> Yo, son. Yo, Miss Cox. My God, I hate. That. No, I, I would say my. Like, hey, burn that mascot. No, I, I think uh, I, I one time I, I did uh, Bruno Mars just because that's what I dressed like at the time. Anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> it just made sense. Oh my God! I didn't have to do anything. Wow. Um. Well, no, Bruno dressed like me. Cause I was rocking the Steve's first, and then he came out with the doors and, and the members only talk to that shit. Talk to that, but whatever we talk to that. Smother like a motherfucker. Smother like a motherfucker. Shit. I don't know. I I can't really think of any any good ones. Maybe like Wayne from Wayne's World. Um. Oh yeah. I've I, mine was probably uh, Walter Brown, my, my version of Walter White. <laughs> I had like the chemist. Outfit and I drew on a beard and shit. I had the glasses and I had the the Heisenberg hat. Walter White, you mean? Walter, yeah, but I called myself. Walter oh, Walter Brown. Brown because you're brown. I see. Let me see this. So you, did you do white face and everything? Did I do white face? Yeah. No. 
you really know you really are control this a world yeah we are control this a world yeah you think say a god man somebody else somebody else some somebody else this is a jehovah's witness jamaican pamphlet this is what the bible say world god boy pick me to mash up uh, the mash devil up walk. The devil walk. <laughs> <laughs> the mash up the devil the walk. Mash up the devil walk. That is crazy. <laughs> that is yeah. so funny. Somebody, I would love to know how to technically write patois. Like Jamaican phonetics is is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. like because it really is the first time I seen exactly how it sounds. But. The way the first time I seen it was when I saw the, their their water brand, Wata. Wata. And I'm like, yeah, yeah what brand? Can you grab me some Wata? Like some Wata. Straight up. If that if that, like that sums up Jamaican culture to a T. Like so straightforward and to the point. Like yo, what is it? Wata. Like I'm guaranteed we do not spell knowledge with a silent K. I don't think there's anything silent. Mm. <laughs> In in the Jama- like in the Jamaican yes. in the Patois spelling H's are silent. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Shit, man, got me on that one. Still, that was a good one. Still, fucking racist, bitch. Um, That's not racism. That's facts. <laughs> That's facts, son. Yeah, no. Um, comedy show was a blessing. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Um, I hosted Island Mix on Saturday. That was mm. fun. That pepper shrimp, bro. Holy yo, Island Mix knows how to get down, man. Pickering, yo, gets down. That pepper shrimp, if it had a vagina, wow, 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 wow. If pepper shrimp had a vagina, you'd eat it. I'd marry it. I would marry it if it had a vagina. Now, what about this? If you found a girl that had a vagina that tasted, tasted like, pepper like pepper shrimp, Ooh, son, gobble gobble. What do you mean? That's one spicy, savory pumps. Like, why hasn't anyone come out with edible creams that taste like food food? Like, not just like, yeah. you know, I did the, the, the strawberry, yeah. the, the, you know, mango, passion ah. fruit or whatever, edible it oil. Make, it doesn't make Where for is the best the kissing. edible oil? It doesn't make for the best kissing. What? Breath, though, man. Kissing with oxtail mouth is romance that's in the its purest form that's the stickiest kiss in oxtail, life i just ate oxtail yeah i was swapping oxtail you guys got that that collagen and that, oh. that, that oxtail marrow just like sticking to each other's lips that's amazing god little cartilage in that's each like other's the, teeth that's like the opposite of lube though because like oxtail you know how gelatin like how how sticky oxtail lips get yeah oxtail could be an adhesive <laughs> like it is that <laughs> if you're making it right Oxtail can literally glue yeah. a poster to a wall. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, whoa, just... what, what did you use for this wheat paste? Oh, it's, oh, it's not oxtail. wheat paste, it's oxtail paste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just ordered a That's an ex- carton of oxtail gravy That's from expensive ass Albert's. Paste right there. That's a crazy expensive paste, bro. Oh man, make oxtail Marlon paste would start huffing again. oxtail glue. I, who said I? Who said I haven't started already? <laughs> He's got a bag of oxtail glue. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> that's some good ass hostile glue. That's that crack, baby. We um, used to have a glue, a glue head, 
Like, <laughs> like rolling I used to the love strips. taking the glue dry up off my fingers. Oh yeah, those when you, when you pretend it was like your skin. And yeah, you like, peel that. Oh, yo, you ever gotten like a whole hand in one peel? Crazy. Yeah, those are the best, man. Those are crazy. Those you, are but crazy. Do, have you ever experienced the glue head, like a crackhead, but the guy that's addicted to no, glue? Never met anyone like addicted to glue. glue. Or gasoline, for that matter. Bro, there was I know dude, gasoline is another thing. We used to call him Gluey. Oh, right. this guy would literally. You guys weren't very creative. That, that's like Come very. On, that's, Jamaican that's Jamaican level. Jamaican as fuck. What do you mean? I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's Jamaican. And level. who do you think created it? The oh, okay. Jamaican dudes that I was, I was hanging about to out say, with. See how you knew? Hey, y'all, Gluey. <laughs> I was like, that's Jamaican level creativity <laughs> on a name. <laughs> Straight up, like, he sniffs glue. Okay, it's M name Gluey. Gluey, no. <laughs> Straight up. Oh, he's got, <laughs> he's got one leg shorter than the other. All right. one e. one All right. He's got he's got one eye smaller than the other. Fetty wop. Fetty. <laughs> right. He's he's uh he's Indian because he's got Chinese eyes. Ch- brown Chinese. Brown Chinese? <laughs> Simple. Straightforward to the point. Gluey. Gluey. That's but yeah, man, he would wild. he would huff. And puff this Palmer's glue or whatever that hey. shit was glue called. Um, yeah, done no, though. No. And yeah, he would just come outside and we would like give him raw eggs and he would like crack them and eat them on spot just for change. It's pretty bad. <laughs> what? Yeah. Where did you go to school? Orange King Academy, cuz. This guy's schools are just. What happened in grade that they give it a homeless. <laughs> awards? No, it was a pretty affluent neighborhood. Louis raw man. eggs for. 25 cents like, what's going on man hey man people always fuck around with the crackheads knocks now we were we we're the only public school that wore uniforms at the time so all i know is socrates went to the high school and still no decorum and that's it no decorum whatsoever none whatsoever sickening terrible absolutely just despicable sickening um I hosted a show yeah. in Brampton. You've been doing mad shows lately. On Sunday, yeah. That was fun. Uh, shout out to all of the performers. That was a fun night. Uh, I was supposed to do some stand-up, but man, that room was just not... Uh, yeah, there's sometimes like rooms aren't conducive to a stand-up setting. It's not setting. conducive to a stand-up so setting. So why? Like, I mean, the nearest table was like 10 feet away. Yeah. Like, it was, they were... There was like a, a visible distance between us. You could see the barrier. Mm. And it was dark. <laughs> like it was super dark in there. And there wasn't as many people as like the venue could hold. There was like way a lot more seats. Okay. But it's still like for what was there, amazing show. Amazing show. Um, the people, everybody that performed was super talented. The audience was, you know, they, were, they received everything very well, positive. It was good vibes. Good vibes the whole night. Um, so shout out to them. Um, yeah, that was basically my week. It was just telling jokes. Mad just jokes. Just mad jokes, son. Jokes and jokes and jokes and jokes. We're going to be doing the same thing this, this Saturday. This Saturday. Extra Gravy Comedy. Coming to you dinner and a show. Dinner and comedy live at the Assembly Chef's Hall. Yes. It's going to be wonderful. York and Richmond, I believe, is the street, is the intersection. Shout out to the homie Forky. Shout out to Forky. Aye, shout Forky. out to Collective Nude. Uh, shout out to Zach. Collective Nude. Collective Nude. Yeah, man. Um, They're always doing really dope things. It's going to be a monthly show. You guys are going to be able to come out and see us and other comedians that we like. Um, 
every month. Curated by the Gravy Boys, you know. Got Chef Justin. Oh yes. Um, who's gonna be doing the cooking? Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys will not be disappointed with that. Food's gonna be on point. Off the chain like broken nunchucks. And it's going. Uh, what's the time? We got eight thirty or eight to eleven or eight to ten thirty. Eight forty-five. Eight forty-five to ten thirty. I think is the time slot. Um, yeah, it's gonna be lit. Make Come sure on you guys out. pull up. Yeah, there's just so many things going on. So many things. There's so like this is the part of fall that I really really like because I know that NBA season's coming. Woo-wee. I know that Halloween's <laughs> about to drop. You know. Speaking and, of hot, speaking of the NBA season, let's talk about. I know it. today is Wednesday when y'all are hearing this, but listen. At some point, we record on Tuesdays. Yeah. So we recorded this shit early today. Because something's going to happen by the end of this freaking show. Fucking banner being raised, ring, ceremony, opening night, home game against the Pelicans. Raptors, my Raptors are back. (laughs) Our Raptors are back. (laughs) Our Raptors are back. back. Let's go, Raptors, man. I'm Yo, so excited. Amped. Amped. Yo, congratulations to Pascal Spicy P on your, million on dollar your man. extension. Was that four years? Yep. He got the four max? Years, max? Max contract. He, he, got what Buddy was, he, was, he got what Buddy was fighting for. Huh? Yep. Buddy Heal did Buddy not Heel get the get, max. He was complaining. I want that 110. I want that. He got his 92 is what he got. 92 is the option to get 106, I think. Yeah, with like options. If if he does well, yeah. and I think that's good because he was he. It's I mean, he's good, then, but he's not that good. If he made the, got them to the playoffs, maybe yes, maybe. but he didn't. He didn't do that. He's he's Sacramento's best hope, other than Darion Fox, but he's Fox not is fucking sick. a superstar yet. I have Fox on my fantasy. I started the fantasy league mm-hmm. this week. I had to do the draft during the show. Yeah, which is always fun. That's fucking um, crazy. You guys want to hear my team? No. Nope. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I don't care. <laughs> Kemba Walker, Chris Middleton, Darion Fox, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. Clint Capella, Eric Gordon, Kevin Love. Okay. Al Horford. Okay. JJ Redick. Okay. Rondo. Smart. Marcus Smart, but I'm changing him out for Kobe White on the Chicago Bulls. Rookie with the Afro. He's going to kill it this year. Uh, Marcus Bridges, but I'm swapping him out for Jalen Brown, who just signed also a large deal. Um, maybe too large of a deal? I, 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 I don't know. And Larry Nance Jr., who I will eventually dash away for. He's just he's just going to be substituted out every once in a while. I got to see what he's doing over there first. Um, but yeah, I feel very good about my team. I got rebounders. I got shot blockers. I got three-point makers. I got assists. I got steals. I got defensive player. I got pure offensive player. Like, Giannis is going to just eat up the stat board. Capella's going to get you mad rebounds because he's like the main center on them. He's going to get me a lot of points too, I feel like. I feel like he's going to get a lot of lobs this year, especially with Harden and Russ freeing up that middle like they're gonna be pulling players out. He's gonna clean up a lot of baskets, a lot of offensive rebounds. I feel very good about that pick. Eric Gordon's Eric Gordon, three point specialist. Like 
I'm going to get my three pointers out of him. Al Horford on the Sixers. About to have a crazy year. About to have a crazy year. JJ Redick, that's a three point specialist. I know I'm getting my threes. Rondo. Rondo has Dwight Howard, JaVale McGee, and uh, DeMarcus Cousins when he comes back. And you got LeBron. And you got like a bunch of players you can get easy assists to. So that's going to be my assist guy. Chris Middleton is Chris Middleton. He just does it. He just goes in and does the job. Campbell Walker is a toss-up for me. I don't know what's going to happen, that's, but that's, that's, I know he's going to be amazing, but I want to see amazing in what? Like, what's his role going to be on that team? Yo, who's that kid on Boston with the dreads? Marcus Little. Smart? No, 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 the new kid. Bridges, is that his name? I have no idea. The kid that hit Oh, the lightskin guy. Uh, Lice, uh, like, uh, uh, Carson, lightskin. Carson or Casey, something Some. with a C. I know you're talking about. I think his I know you're talking Bridges about. He hit like eight three-pointers in third quarter in one Bruh, game. On some crazy. Like, he is nice. He reminds me of and like short. Damon Stoudemire, like with the quickness, but he, he seems mad strong when he Yo, jumps. He just reminded me of that. I might have to. You might have to find that guy. I might have to throw him onto my team on the lower. Because that kid is going to surprise motherfuckers. Yeah, no, he's he's dead nice. Raptors, Raptors are being counted out early, man. I love it. I love the energy. I love the vibes. It's great. We're going to see, man. We're going to see. What's his name? Nope. Nope, he's not, nope he, not him. He's not. He's still on the... Um, he's still trying to make the team. Oh, okay. He was always on pre Yeah. He's on the bench. But he's nice, though. Dead nice. Um, Who else is there? I'm excited to see Doncic and 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 um and Porzingis. Porzingis. I don't know, man. I those don't know how that's gonna f- work I, out. I love those two, man. We'll see, yeah, man. Because there's some big. They both have some big egos. Porzingis has a big ego because he was the man in New York, and Luca just had a crazy rookie rookie year, and he won Rookie of the Year, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like he's, you know, he's feeling away right now. Um, I don't know. I really don't know, man. No, Luca plays so well off the pick and roll. Yes. Cons- and considering how well he was playing with the two guys he was playing with last season, now you got freaking Porzingis as a crazy upgrade. That's a one-two punch. That's going to be... That's they could be, punch. like, if they start to gel, because I've seen a lot of shaky moves in the preseason between them and some some uh, disagreements on the like, visible disagreements on the court. Like, there's this one play where Porzingis comes, sets a high screen, and then posts up because Luca didn't use the screen. Posts up, asking for the ball. Luca like, waves him off and then turns over the ball. And he saw Porzingis, the frustration in his face. So I'm like, ah, I don't know, man. Might not be all that it's uh, choked up to be. But one thing is for sure, Dallas has their new white boys. Yep. <laughs> Dirk is out. They're like, oh, we need to replace him with a new Caucasian. We'll get, we'll give him two. Who's your sleeper? My sleeper? Mm-hmm. Utah. 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 They're gonna be number two. Utah or Denver? Denver kind of scary too. Top three. Denver kind of scary too. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a lot. Uh, but let's get into. The extra gravy. Oh yeah! All right. Wow. Um, <laughs> we do something here each and every week on our show. I don't know if you guys are familiar. Are you familiar, intern? You know, you know what's going on. I think you think you know. I don't know what the fuck he's gonna fire you if you said you didn't know what the fuck's going on. I, have I no pay clue you to know what's going on. Right God damn it! 
I don't pay you for confusion. I don't pay you at all. <laughs> is our good youth of the week. Yes, such a good week. Yes, such a good youth. Yes, you're very tired of school. And you just such a good youth. My goodness. The goodness in you. This week's good youth is a gentleman at a school, teaching at a school, and there is a young man. The video just starts off like just an empty hallway. And you see one teacher come outside. She picks something up off the ground, runs away out of, out of the camera view. Then you see a gentleman in a, in a golf hat come out with like a shotgun shoddy. in his hand. Wielding a shotty. And uh, this high school coach just gave him a hug. Just gave him a hug. Literally. Gave him a couple hugs and started talking to him. And you saw, like, the immediate switch almost. It's like, it's almost as if he had so much respect for this one teacher. Because mm. I can't see, even if it's, like, someone, say it's a teacher that you don't fuck with. If they're hugging you when you're in that state where you have a gun you school, getting shot first. You're good. You're, you're off this first. This teacher has obviously built a rapport with this student or, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like she's, he has looked out for the student before. For him to have that much respect to drop the gun. Like another teacher runs out from another classroom, sees the gun, runs back into his classroom. Then looks out the door, sees that the hug is happening, comes over and just gently takes the gun out of his hand and runs away with it. Mm. And it's just like, you just see them hugging and talking, hugging and talking. It's It's... It is a lot, man. I, like my heart was racing watching it because I didn't know what was gonna happen when I first started watching. I'm like, no, 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 don't shoot no, this person. Don't, don't shoot the person. Don't shoot. Don't show me that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then when I saw the other student, like, take the gun. The, I mean, the other teacher come and take the gun out of the hand. I was like, wow, this is like, like <laughs> when you think about the amount of times police have shot people with a knife or a cell phone in their hand. You know what I mean? This person has a whole shotgun and the teacher gave him a hug. Well, sometimes police already just like give off that 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 confrontational that's not, tone. You that's know? the point. Like their their job should be like they had they need an entire rebrand. Yeah. Because like people are afraid of cops. People are afraid of cops. You're not supposed to be afraid of people who protect you. It just goes against everything in your mind that you've grown up knowing. Anybody that's been sworn to protect you is protecting you. They're not, they don't scare you. You know what I mean? Can you imagine if every cop, before pulling out their gun, attempted to hug you to defuse the situation first? Like attempted, not it's even. Like, it doesn't even necessarily it have to be put a it hug. down. We're coming in for a hug. <laughs> it's We're not even coming that though. In for a it hug. doesn't have to be a hug. But I'm saying approaching something from a like a let's see how we can come to something peaceful first before. And you can't tell me, oh, put down the gun, put down the gun, yelling, fuck, put it down the fucking gun, like. That's not, That's you know, what, you're not approaching. It increases more stress. Exactly. And more anxiety. Anxiety. You're raising the heartbeats of everyone around. I don't know if you guys knew this, but during a hug, we released this hormone called oxytocin. Mm-hmm. Right? It's, they call it the cuddle hormone. <clears throat> and it's supposed to suppress anxiety and lower it. So, like, they say at least a 20-second hug 
on a daily, like every day, you need at least twenty sec, a twenty second hug, to to just to, to quell all the anxiety that we have in our body. Yeah. So can, can you imagine? That's all we need on a daily basis. A well, a lot of that anxiety hug. is from feeling alone. Yes. Right. And not only this, you could be have a lot of friends and still be lonely in situations mm-hmm. that you don't share with people. Things that you're going through in your life that you don't want anyone else to know. And that hug alone, it doesn't necessarily mean you spill your guts, but like you feel that I'm not alone feeling in a hug that would quell all those emotions like pretty quickly. Shout outs to all the good huggers out there, okay? Because think about, let me ask you this. When you think when good hugger, who do you think of? Drea. Drea. Motherfucking yeah. Drea, I Drea love you. Drea is the greatest hugger ever. J- Dr. Drea, <laughs> I love you. You are the greatest. The greatest hugger oh of God. all time. Okay. I know a, a, a lot of really good huggers. I remember the first um, time she hugged me, I was like, whoa. Wow. This <laughs> is what like, a hug's supposed to feel like. Wow. But now, that's, I'm, I guarantee you, that was the last time you had a 20-second hug. No. Okay, no. <laughs> but like, how often do? This. But how often do people yeah. get a twenty second hug? Yeah, no, it's it's. Like you, you could hug for like unless five you seconds, cuddle with like you have a significant other that you cuddle with. Yeah, you don't really get held for 20, twenty seconds. Second hug, that's a long time in like. And they're saying you should have that once a day. Once a day. Think about it. somebody. I, some of y'all listening to this right now could count three hugs you got this month. Right. That's life. Motherfuckers in Japan pay premium dollar to cuddle. Yep. That's in a between, job. They, that's a job. It's like they don't even want sex. They want a cuds. Those people are doctors. Hey, cud, let me get a cuds. <laughs> let, me, let me get a little cuds real quick. <laughs> uh, let me get a cuds with a side of uh, Netflix and uh, let me throw in some uh, cush in there. Blessings, Uncle Trump. Uh, Shout out yes, to the gods. Yes. But no, that, yeah, no that's, a, that's a valid point. Like I feel like they just lead with fear. Every time, and that is why, and then they wonder why people are so against cops. Because I think that they think locking people up, like, just is good enough to just do whatever you want otherwise. And that's where it's, it, you run into problems, right? It's like, that's not, that's like somebody, like, you live with someone, and because they vacuum your room as well, they don't do anything else. Like, I vacuumed the whole house. Why am I doing dishes or taking out the garbage or doing, like, that doesn't make up for everything else. You got to be nice in all facets, especially your job. So that was crazy to see. Um, Michael Jordan is our co- Good, good youth, youth of, of the, the week. week. Ah, Michael Jordan. Ah, you have some shoes. And you have a little career. And then call you the good. Michael Jordan has opened a mental health clinic, I believe. Let me just double check this. And Michael Jordan gonna opens throw. a health clinic for lower income section oh, wow, of Charlotte. Yeah, he's unveiled the $7 million first of two medical clinics he has in Charlotte, North Carolina. That will provide care to underprivileged members of the community. The clinic, located in a lower income section of the city, will provide vital access to primary and preventative care to individuals in the community, including those who are uninsured or underinsured. That is. Wow. That is some explosion worthy shit. Wow. 
That's amazing. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna talk about his curry comments, but like, what? He's gonna. But no, that's amazing. This guy took my segue. Wow, oh, man, fucking shit. Fuck. You know what I'm Fuck. saying? He <laughs> stolen for three. <laughs> yeah, no, he. Uh, this is a far cry from the rumors, the false rumors, of Michael Jordan opening privatized prisons, which he does not. I would just like to. I know we brought this up probably three or four times on this podcast over the past couple of years, but he does not own a jail or a prison. Surround Michael Jordan. That is all. <laughs> he owns health clinics, though. Two health clinics for underprivileged, underimproved, I, I mean, under um, insured people who don't have insurance. That's going to help a lot of people, man. And for him to do it in Charlotte, North Carolina, man. I love seeing black people opening up. Like, we're seeing it on a major scale these days. It's like almost every week, mm-hmm. something, some black business-wise. Yo, is this the Nipsey effect? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. Nipsey's influence. We've seen a lot of black business, a lot of black Fuck. ownership stuff happening. Motivation. Since the marathon continued. Seeing a lot of it. I, I love it. I love it, especially with Michael Jordan, the amount of money he's made off the underprivileged community. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's perfect at, for him to do something like this in those type of communities. I rate it. Um, but yeah, let's get into what he said about Curry. Oh, man. I think... Uh... Every single night. Some Steph Curry should represent greatness. Represent greatness every single night. Some Steph Curry shouldn't be offended when he watches. I hope not. He's still a great player. Not a Hall of Famer yet, though. <laughs> and he just smiles. He's he not. Why did he have to add that? Every single night. <laughs> like, he's, the guy's laughing, and Michael's just smiling. <laughs> he just adds the spice. <laughs> he not. Cheers. Cheers, my friend. I, I feel he thinks that because he know he's played guys like Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars, and he knows that the toughness that they have has nothing like it Steph has matter. nothing on that toughness. I know, but matter. that's, I just know that that's what he's basing it on. But the hall but of fame like, will never look at that as criteria. The hall of fame I will know. look at your accolades and like for him to, he knows better than, than to say that I get what you're saying. Like he could, he can diss the new guys for living in a different um, time period of basketball for sure. But to say that he knows his voice and the power his voice has and this celebrity his yeah. voice has, he's going to go on camera in, a, in an interview and say, Steph Curry is not a Hall of Famer yet. The greatest shooter let, in the history let, let of basketball. Let me ask you something, though. Did he not state a fact, though? No, it's not a fact. It is a fact. Oh, my God. You're going to go Are you gonna go with semantics right now? No, but I'm just saying. He's not an actual Hall of Famer yet? He's not. But that's not the that's not what he meant. And you but know I'm just that. saying. Exactly. Just saying. You can't at the end of the semantics. day, the end of the, it's just like Shaq versus Dame. Like at the end of the day, whatever Shaq said is just like, but Shaq is right with what, and that's what makes no. him. No. That, that, that's what makes the with battle Shaq like saying end. it is not the same at all with what he's saying about Steph Curry. Steph Curry is not even an argument. The best shooter in the history of the NBA. Yeah. That alone puts him into the Hall of Fame. Aside from three championships, one MVP, unanimous MVP. Come on, man. 
I mean, it, but he's still not a he's still not a, a hater, bro. He's still not a Hall of Famer yet, though. That's not. We're not going semantics. We're t- we're going with what MJ meant by it in he's the context a, of what he said. Yeah, the he, context he, of what he said. He said he's not a Hall of Famer by what he's done, and he is. If, if Steph Curry retired today, Hall of Fame. Not yet. Until right, until he be, until right, he gets man. his crown. I'll let you die on that. Until hill. he gets it. I'll let you die on that hill by yourself. I'm with Jordan. I'm with Jordan. On this one, just because I know Jordan's doing it to like piss people off, like he's he always not. does. That's what he does, man. He's he, not. He's he doing it for his pe- own selfish. He irks people on desire. the court. He's heard the talks that he Steph is a better, might court. be a better leader than him, and he's cheesed. He's that. <laughs> You're pissed. Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron James is a better leader than Jordan. There's a lot of people better leaders than Jordan, but man. Jordan will always hate on them. That is my point. Did the same thing. He tried to do the same thing with Kobe. He tried to do the same thing with LeBron. And now he's going to try to do the same thing with Steph. <laughs> it's just what MJ does. It's That's just like you. when it's just like when Jay-Z dropped a new album and Dame Dash gets an interview. It's like it's gonna this is what happens <laughs> every single time. Without fail. I guess because he can though. Number one trash talker in the game. Best. I I, I get that. He's a <laughs> Can't beat him. In is there anybody talk. in the game that's has there any been anybody inducted into the Hall of Fame while they were playing? Um, I don't think so. I don't think yeah. I don't think you can qualify for the Hall of Fame if you're playing. Yeah, you have to, you have to be retired in order for it to happen. Uh, I don't know if anybody's been retired, got into the Hall of Fame, and then came back. Mm-hmm. That might be something to look into. Speaking of Hall of Fame, is Baron Davis. Baron Davis isn't in the Hall of Fame. I don't think so. That sucks. But yo. Vince Carter, 42 years old, uh-huh. 22 le- seasons in the league, is going to surpass everybody this January it, um, as the person to play in four different decades for the first time in NBA history. Four different decades. From ni- 90s to the 99, because he got drafted in 98, 99. So, so the ni- 2000s to 2010. 2010, 2010 to 20, oh, 20, and now, oh, 2020. Okay, I see. 2020. So come January, Ooh. he's played in four decades. He played. He's he played with, with Barrett's dad, and now the Barrett. He was playing before Barrett was even born. How about that? Okay, R.J. Barrett's playing in the league now. He was yes. playing with his pops. That's true. Jesus, right? Christ. In the scrimmage games. Okay, and still, still, still jamming. Robert on. Parrish was the, is going to be the oldest player to ever play. Fifty years old, he was. No, when he was forty-five. Forty-five. Vince yeah. is not touching 45. He's not touching 40. He said this might be his last year. Vince is 42. I don't think he got three three more years in him. I mean, he he. I think he does, but like, why? Will he? Will it's he? not even, yeah. yeah, it's not about can he. We see that he still can very much play and contribute to a team. Man, I wish we signed him, man. Same, yeah. bro. Yeah. Should have just signed him. Like I feel like we can do it now. We won a championship. Like let's just do it. I feel like they might do it halfway through the season. The the wave Carter and then we'll pick him up before the trade deadline. I would trade him for anyone. (laughs) Mark my words, anyone. No, man. (laughs) Kyle, so sorry, buddy. (laughs) Pascal, no. Sayonara, pal. No. I'm sorry, man. I want Vince by any means necessary in the Raptors uniform. But take this in. Tyron Lue was in the same draft class. Became okay. a coach, won a championship, and Retired Vince is still and in the coach, league. And Vince is still playing. <laughs> Derek okay. Fisher won a championship while he's in the league. Came out, lost horribly. 
then went to the WNBA and lost <laughs> there horribly. horribly. And he's still in the league. <laughs> and Derek Fisher got beat up by Matt Barnes, who's also retired. Yeah. <laughs> and he's still in the league. So much has happened. But he's still doing windmill dunks, 360s. He's still, he's a freak of nature. He he's, can still hit threes he's, like crazy. I was, watch, I was watching an article, and they're like, I wonder how half, slow the man, game is half man, all amazing is what they were calling him now. Yeah. See, that, that is true. I still have the newspaper clippings of them comparing him to Jordan when I was a kid and just being like, wow, like this guy plays for Toronto. Like this is nuts. Yeah. That this guy, they put the stats side by side one morning, and I'll never forget. I was on the bus, and I seen it on the, I think it might have been the Metro. And I cut that shit the fuck out. Put that in my room so quick, bro. I might still be in a folder, like, in my basement somewhere tucked away. That's the Carter effect right Cause there. Because, yo, dog. And I remember I used to, oh, people used to be like, especially uh, when I play with, like, white people who think all black people look alike. They'd be like, oh, my God, you look like Vince Carter. Because, like, I'd wear the wristband on the elbow at all times. <laughs> I had a headband when he started wearing a headband. I considered going bald. <laughs> Just cause, man. I don't know, man. And I used to try to play with like him. I used to try to do the windmills like him on the smaller nets. I wish I got to see like Vince Carter Olympics uh, microphone head Vince Carter play in the NBA season. I wanted to see Carter bummy with the hair <laughs> in the NBA season, bro. Just angry geez. like this. These motherfuckers didn't give me my bro. My, my parking spot. When I'm I dunking mean, on motherfuckers. I was destined to see that play. I got home, I'll never forget it, after school. And this is like, I think right before 9-11, if I'm not mistaken. I got, I don't, I don't even know if it was school, but I got home from somewhere and I turned on the TV. The TV just so happened to be on CBC already. And they got the steal and Carter jumped over the dude. And I turned on the TV and like it happened so fast. That I didn't really take it in until they showed the replay like 17 times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I called my boy. I'm like, yo, you see this? He's screaming. Like, it was it was insane. And then the next day, like, going to the ball court, everyone's talking about it. It was crazy, man. Was September crazy 25th, 2000. Yeah, just a few a week and a half after, after September 11th. Yep. I knew it was around that time. And they were like, they were like, no, you can't be comparing people to towers at that oh, time. That's God. soon. That's too soon. Yeah, no. Vince Carter taking down the tower. <laughs> no, no, no. I couldn't run. No, no, no. But that was on France, right? Yeah. 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 Man, Jeez. That guy apparently like led a Retire. horrible life. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like people like always brought it up for years. To this day, I'm pretty sure people still bring it up. He almost punches um, Kevin Garnett in the face right yeah, after. Yeah, I it's love the that part. Shit. <laughs> Jumps over him. Kevin Garnett almost gets the death us. It was so crazy. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Just jumped over a man in a game. Imagine Punch. being there witnessing that. You'd think you're at a fucking Harlem Globetrotters game. Was that staged? Look at that. No, that guy did not see that. And that guy was what? 7-1? 7-2. 7-2? Frederick Weiss. Oh, my Ooh. God, man. Ooh. Like, he what happens? I would love to see a documentary of everyone that took L's in historic moments. 
See, you know, like, it wasn't even like he pushed off of him. Like, he just... He just cleared he just, him. He just took his elbow and said, get out of my way. Because you... Some people think he he pushed off his, his head. His hand was on the back of nah. his back. Real time. It was like, his what? hand's on the back of it. He was already past already him. Past yeah. yeah. He thought he was going to have to do that, but he was already past him on the dunk. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. It's too good. Too oh, good. man. But yeah, Steph Curry's a Hall of Famer. Next. Um, I got a basketball Jones. I got a basketball Should we get into Jones. Gucci? Gucci. Gucci man. <laughs> Don't get goo up mad, baby. Gucci. 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 What is happening here? Gucci. I Gucci. am at Gucci. a loss Gucci. for words. People were wondering, is Gucci a clone after he came out of prison? Is that the real Gucci? I think those answers have come today. I think I think we have the answer now. The real Gucci is indeed alive. You mad at me? Bottomless pit. I rejected you. I don't want you. What you so mad about? Gucci is talking with Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne just started his YouTube channel where he does his interviews. You know how everybody's doing interviews. And um, he basically is sitting down with Gucci, talking about Gucci's entire career, kind of. And uh, everything that's kind of led up to this point. He talked about the murder. He's like, oh, do you feel bad about, you know, you ever look back at that and think, yo, you could have handled that a different way? And Gucci's like, nah, that nigga deserved to be in the ground. That nigga deserved to be in the ground. I was like, and you can see him like, just like going back to that moment. Like he's, he's like sitting there like pondering. He's like, that nigga deserved to be in the ground. And then there's like a silence. And I was like, oh shit, that's Gucci for real. That's Gucci, nigga. Um, he goes on to talk about I don't know if you guys remember that time that where that whole like meme was going around talking about Gucci uh, gave Migos their first chain, and then he like it, I think somebody I think Takeoff must have said that's Cap or some shit like that, and then Gucci was like that's not Cap like I did I did give you all your first chain or whatever, and he was just joking around, and apparently like Takeoff didn't didn't like it and hasn't like really spoken to him since. Mm. Even though he's done songs with Quavo, and I think Offset, I think Takeoff hasn't really liked, didn't really like it. Mama, 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 <laughs> that's him snitching. Mama, Gucci, Mama, Gucci. So like, I don't know if you guys remember that time when Gucci was on Breakfast Club years ago. I think I think this is before he got arrested, even maybe. And he was and claiming Angie was on him. Yeah, he was claiming that Angela Yee was on him. And Angela Yee was saying, no, she's not. And like she that, that never happened and blah, blah, blah. Basically made him out to look like a liar. And then that gif came out of it. You know that Gucci gif where he's taking off the glasses, he's looking at Angela Yee like, what the fuck? So like, um, I don't know what happened. I guess things transpired after that. And he wasn't happy. And he uh, let the chopper fly on... on uh, on Charlemagne's. Hold on, you. What you mad about? This shit wasn't even no big deal. I would never say nothing else about it. I never brought it up. But don't never try to act like you didn't do it. You did. You did. She said you, she feel like you disrespected her. She disrespected herself. <laughs> she disrespected herself. <laughs> That's what she did. She just made a big deal out of something. Wasn't even a big deal. I don't. She disrespected herself. <laughs> yo, what well, a man says, yo, she disrespected herself. <laughs> 
Oh my god, bro. This is bad to say. When a nigga says that, that's when you know you'd really like. <laughs> oh, he mad. He really disrespects man. yourself. And now whoever her dude is, he like, damn, you been a freak like that? You tell the dude you want him to hit the bottom of that motherfucker? Deep. Oh my god. What would you do? Well, we know Norm wouldn't really care. What? What? <laughs> if, <laughs> if if you huh? if you go on your girl's phone and you saw her telling Gucci man, um, you want she she wants Gucci to hit the bottom of that motherfucker deep. What what's your first? What is your reaction? What's uh, your first thought? Honestly, I'll be cheese. Like, yo, what's up? Why didn't you tell me? <laughs> what the hell? Why am I Why finding out tell this me that way? You're fucking Gucci. Like we could have Gucci. We could have. You just tell me. Uh, I want to fuck Gucci. I'm like, is that Gucci? I guess if he's if he's offering up the goods, go do your thing. In terms what's, what's his wife saying? Hit the bottom of that motherfucker. <laughs> what's wifey saying though? <laughs> want hit the bottom of that motherfucker? God damn! I hope when me hit the bottom of that motherfucker, ain't it? Oh, so that shit deep. <laughs> they about to be mad. Twelve at me. foot, <laughs> motherfucker, ain't the man. <laughs> Be mad at me. Bottomless pit, man. Man, God, oh God, that's God. Like said. Hey, can you handle this big? Can this you handle said, this big? This guy said bottomless pit. Like at first he was just like saying it, and then he got into his bag. Like he just started <laughs> like talking about the deepness of her vagina hole. Like Gucci is a what? He has the deepness of your vagina hole. <laughs> So hold on, what? Bottomless pit, man. Man, God, <laughs> that's like me saying. Hey, can you handle it? It's big now. Oh, it's deep. Oh, is it, is it deep? What you think they're going to make a man do? What you what you telling him that for? You tell a man your pussy deep for what? You just throwing it out there? So you do that to all, the, all your guests you talk to, you just say, hey, you know how the Asian girls are, right? They got fat pussy, deep pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Angela Yee was giving it up like that. So wait, he was saying that's what she was saying. She was saying on the that's show what she or, was. He's basically on, on messages in texting that she was saying. Um, he said, "Are you sure you want to fuck me? Like I got a big ass dick." And she was like, "Yeah, you can hit the bottom of that motherfucker. That shit deep. You know how Asian girls are. We got fat pussies and the pussies deep." So. I That's guess how Angela you giving it. I'm not gonna well, lie. We know turn Angela's me on a, a little bit. We know Angela's a freak. She always talks about it, but she still she's turn me on a little bit still. But well, well, hold on. So she, she, she. I guess she got mad because he, he brought it up. And uh, and I guess so. In, in that interview, and yeah. she clapped. She clapped. She back probably had eyes. a. She probably had a man friend at the time, maybe. And plus, I'm pretty sure he had Keisha. Yeah. At the time, his wife now. But um, even still, like him saying that and putting out there, I'm sure wasn't like meant to. Regardless, like, you're on a platform of, uh, that millions of people listen to. Yeah, it's syndicated worldwide. I'm pretty sure she didn't want that being said. Like, that's just you know how women are. They don't even want niggas on the block. No, but she could have easily played. It, she could have <laughs> easily played that off though. Instead of like reacting that way, she went, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm all up in there." Yeah, you she could have. She could have. She but she was like, "What? No." She's the one that made. That's what he said. He's like, "And he's made like, oh, so now you're gonna make me look like that piece of shit?" That's what Come I, on. That's what he's saying. Come he's on. Like, but you know what? You're right. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Just look at the camera. I would be like, "Yeah, you're right, Angie. That never happened." 
Mm, like, just like the fourth wall the real quick. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, on, that's man. what he's saying. He's like, you didn't have to make it a big deal. It wasn't that big of a deal. Like, I didn't care about it. I would have forgotten about it had you not brought it up. Now, here's the funny thing. I love when 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 he posted when MV posted a picture of him and his dog. Yo, just squatted yeah. out like he also had words for guy. envy. He you said know? that envy is a pussy. He said that he's gonna that what? Hold on. That was people gonna see this and be like, he must be banned because why they not in the uh, man, <laughs> why he not in the studio? But for the record, he's not banned. I don't even know where that came from. It came from that punk ass bitch, man. And DJ Envy, he's a pussy too. Envy did it too. Envy's pussy, man. Pussy. He was scared. When even scared to come. You know he's scared. Where he at? I didn't know he was supposed to be here. He wasn't gonna come. He wasn't gonna come because Shots the day fired. they did that people's court thing and you wasn't there, mm -hmm. he was there. Him and uh, the girl, whatever. So he ain't had the nuts to come after he did that. I knew. I wasn't gonna confront him too. I was gonna say, hey man, you know, That's the you got something to say to me? Right there. I just wanted to see what he was gonna say. Because he seemed like he had something he wanted to say to him. I don't think it's an so issue. So I'm gonna give him his, you know, I'm gonna give him his face to face because mm -hmm. I ain't know me and him had no issue. But I do got an issue with him too. I got an issue with him now. I'm step to him. I'm not saying. Just like he stepped to him, the people were talking about his wife when they came up there. Yeah. He confronted them. Yeah. So I'm gonna confront him about what him and Angela did. And if he come at me wrong, I'm gonna slap the shit out of him. But that's just on him. It ain't gonna be his first time getting slapped. See, here's the thing. I think when he said that, he didn't say that. He wasn't trying to say it ain't the first time Envy got slapped, but it ain't the first time somebody got slapped over some bullshit. No, no, no. He said it wouldn't be the first time he got slapped. Yeah. He. So now, but has Envy got slapped before? Because then, because well, he was claiming when when I ever get slapped. It's when one of those like slapped. industry things, probably that like you know those things where the industry knows something yes. that happened behind closed doors, but not it's not public knowledge. Yeah. Just like um when uh like Movado, yeah. how many people know that Movado's been robbed twice in Toronto? How many people know that MOP's been robbed? Uh, you know, to Annie up here you in Toronto I mean? Regent Park. How many people know that Biggie was afraid when he came to Toronto the first time to promote Ready or Die? Because he's like, yo, motherfuckers were in his face. Like, yo, you spit? I don't fucking know who you are. Yeah. Scared sh scared shitless in Toronto. You know, there's not many people that know these, these little things. These are little things. industry stories. So, you know yeah, what I okay. Mean? So, like, may I think that there might be an industry story that we don't know about Envy. I mean, Envy looks like a punk anyways. He acts like one. Like, that, that... <laughs> The way he reacted to that whole shit with the with, with Jesus and Mero, like that shit, yes, stupidest. Oh. And I really liked thing. Envy before that, and then that made me like, yeah, it just put a bad taste in my mouth. I'm like, don't try to be hard, bro. You're not hard. And when I watch the interviews, he seems like the least prepared. Like he, he seems like he just shows up. His questions are never insightful. Yeah, never thought out. Like they're just like he just throws them out there, especially when it's something to do with sex. He will stick onto that topic like. So much. It's it's odd. I don't know. It's just odd to me. He's just there for the for the opening intro. That's yeah. what he is. Yeah. DJ Morning, everybody. It's DJ Yeesh. Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got special, a special guest in the building. Yeah. We got Chelsea walking in. Chelsea, what it do, Chelsea baby? Chelsea does boo. the photography. Skidoo, pop. Ooh, we. She's got her Toronto Raptor shirt on. We the North. Extra gravy. I'm Marlon. <laughs> we got Big Norm. This is the Extra Gravy Show. We Special guest in the building. Intern. Intern. He got a jar of honey. <laughs> oh, you got you got the honey today? No, I... no oh. honey. No honey? Oh, my God. 
The Raptors better not lose. Why didn't you bring your honey? This nigga brought no honey on road. You cursed the Raptors, you bro. Sick son of a bitch. You used all your honey? Sicko. You Without sick. replacing it before it got to the threshold? We spoke about this. Where does the intern oh. work now? He doesn't use He's honey anymore. Hey, he uses porn agave. Shop. An adult video store. Is it B? Manchuwak. <laughs> Is it C? Chelsea's Pum Pum Waxing Place. <laughs> or is it D? XTC Albion Mall. <laughs> the answer is E. Alibaba's at Albion Mall. <laughs> no, N- no, NFC. NFC? Was that? You used to call no- that niggas fried chicken back N- in the day. New York City, New York fried chicken? Yep. Ooh, that's that shit. That is, like, KFC does not know that exists. There's yeah. no possible way. No, that they, they know, know that NFC exists. There's no way, and it's not even in New York. I've been. I've Is been there to, a New York fried chicken in, well, in New York? I went to a KFC in, in Jamaica in some side road, but it was crunchy fried chicken with a K. <laughs> Bro, it was on KFC oh down the street. God. I'm like, what? They got KFC down the street? I get there, it's some shack that says crunchy fried chicken. I was so mad, That's but it was still wild. really good regardless. That is super <laughs> wild. Crunchy fried chicken. Oh, and man. bright on fierce on stink. Seen a little uh, tweet here from Sim Simo. Who got a key to my? And she said her top three dick appointment request texts. So ah, uh, yes. She would like a dick appointment to transpire. This is the text that she sends. These are her top three opening lines. Number one, I want some dick. Number two, Pretty straightforward. how you feeling about me sitting on your dick tonight? And her personal nice. favorite is just the eggplant emoji with a question mark. Now, what are the top three you've received? And then we'll give our top three pum pum appointment texts. Hmm. What are those? Hmm. What are the top three? The top three I receive is um, usually pretty straightforward. It's usually pretty straightforward. Like, I can't give you, like, a specific line, but it will be like, uh, I want to sit on your face. I want to mm. ride your dick. I feel like sucking your dick right now. Let me look Something at, like that. Let me check the history. <laughs> check Let's the see history. here. <laughs> Just going to right, type in dick and see what pops up. Uh, want the deep. No, not that one. No. What are my top three? I want pom pom. Well, number one is what are you doing? Yes, um, yeah. <laughs> that's w- my number one. W Y D. I don't even type it all out. Yeah. I just put W Y D with eyeballs. Straight with with the eyeballs. If without the eyeballs, then it's just I, I just want to have a combo. But if I send the eyeballs, <laughs> mm. trouble is afoot. Um, yes. I had like with yes. every I guess not. I didn't have like crazy a crazy roster of women with that like one text message. It was always like. Just set up appointments or whatever. Like, oh, we already knew what was going down. But okay. like the one, two, like, but the people I did have those relationships with, where it was just like one word was, and then boom, I knew it was on. Mm. Um, one of them, one girl, uh, <laughs> it was cuds. cuds. It was just a short form for cuddle, but 
we knew what cuddling led to. Oh, you know? that's like totes. Sp- spoon, that's gross. Spooning leads to forking. That's, she's gonna you know Starbucks the dick appointment line. It was just like, yo, cuz. You want cuts? No, but like, <laughs> hey, hey, cuz, you want cuz. Cuds. I think you're pronouncing it cuz. Yeah, but it's hey, But for cuts. her, it was, you want cuts? No, no, it was. I want cuts. You want that? You I want, want cuts. some cuts right now. <laughs> You want it? I just want some cuts. I love me some of breathes. Can I come over for some cuts? Yeah. <laughs> it was a thing. It was a good, but yeah. Cause this is one girl that just used to send me a nude every single time she wants to come over. Yeah. She would just send me a nude, and I'd be like, just be like and I wouldn't even like, I wouldn't even. It came to a point where I wouldn't even compliment or say anything about the nude. I'd be like, I'll be home in like fifteen minutes, or uh, yeah, I'm home right now. Pull up, like, because I knew it was a pum pum signal. It was like the bat signal for the pokes. Um, let me see. What do I say? What about sup? Oh, sup I say come suffocate me. Sup? Suffocate me is like my number one line right now. Suffocate me. Come suffocate me is my number one line right now. I feel like that really drives home the point. Suffocate me. <laughs> come suffocate me. You don't, you don't go for a choke? How do you... Br- okay. Very important question. Eating pussy. How do you do it when the pussy is fat enough where your nostrils are now blocked? Like, do you take... Do you do the... Do you do the deep dive going in, like, take the breath? Oh, or yeah. do you just go and breathe on it? Because I, I always wonder what's... Like, is it bad that I'm like... Nah, like you're right in the pussy. Going, come on, man! You treat that shit like a blunt in a marathon session when you smoke a weed. You be like mm. one of those. You take yeah. the two hits, two hits, and you hold that shit until yeah. it comes back to you. Like there's some pussy where you just well, have to take it that out. No, you have to. You know, not all pussy. There's some pussy you can eat where like the clit's exposed enough where you just, you know. But when the pump, the clit is just you gotta move the lips first, and then get it, and then pull those. Two flaps under that, then it, it it's like once that shit closes on your nose, it's like a snorkel. It's like, it's like you start the lips just close over the nostrils, and you're just like, all right. You start nose zerbiting. Nose zerbiting. A no a nostril zerbit. Which yeah, nose yo. on the mood. Just, I feel like a walrus <laughs> in that exact moment with those. <laughs> Feel like Bruce Willis. You know how Bruce Willis has those like flaps, like right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From his nose yeah. to his mouth. Yeah, those na- those natural those, uh, wrinkles, yeah. that really deep wrinkles. How do you get those wrinkles? From, you, know? you have to constantly frown. <laughs> I feel like it's a constantly frown to to get that because you're smiling, your face lifts. You know what I mean? When you got this fucking like, yeah, I, it's what's it called? Resting bitch face. That, that just leads, you know, just re- resting, resting bitch Bruce face. face. No, you know they have such I thing have as resting, resting bitch, bitch face. face surgery. Yeah, that's a, that's a new thing. I need that. Resting so people can leave bitch me alone. face surgery. I need that. And uh, and what was it? It's fillers. So they just basically like make the sides of your lips just perk up like okay, the Joker. I don't want that. No. So that it's, uh, it's you don't <laughs> okay. get that permanent frown. It's just like. It's coming. I again? mean, if it'll get me to stop, it's less. If it'll get so, people yeah. to stop asking me if I'm okay, then maybe it's maybe it's what's for me. You okay? <laughs> like I've never smiling. Like, yes, I'm. I'm not okay. I'm just standing here. Literally, I'm just living my life. I'm perfectly fine. My face just doesn't look like it. 
No, man, I don't okay. want them forever smile. That like people, yeah, they no. see dolphins are plagued with a smile because even when they're sad, they're still smiling. It's like those things with the yeah. the eyebrows that are always fucking surprised. Oh yeah, like, those are my favorites. Man. They're sad and they're still like. <gasps> It's like, were you surprised to see me? Nah, I just got my eyebrows did. <laughs> so what's your favorite uh, other than uh, what you doing? What you doing? Sub. Cuts. No, I, that's just one that I had. But I think mm. um, one of the most straightforward, like, yo, let's do this. Um, one that I would get is like, I'm in town. You know? I'm in town. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I usually go. just say congrats. I'm in <laughs> Hey, guess who's in your city? Congrats. Have fun. <laughs> Send me pictures. Because oh, you got it like that. When somebody, like for me, when somebody hits me on like a cold, lonely night and they're like, I'm in town, I'm like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. Well, yeah. if it's a cold, lonely night, come on. Now you got to frame it. If it's a cold, lonely night, then shit. Shit. Depending on who's in town, I might get in town. You really, you know what? But I find like whenever I don't care for when I'm not searching for things, mm. they they don't come into my life. When I'm like on the prowl, like, oh, I'm on the hunt, they just, it's like the laws of attraction or whatever it may be. And like lately, I haven't been like asking for it and they haven't been coming around. Mm. So like I haven't really heard any of those, like I haven't got any of them texts in a good while. For me, the problem is always like uh, somebody comes around that I wanted to talk to or had interest in talking to at a time when I'm talking to somebody else that I have interest in currently talking to. And now the current interests and are talking colliding. Current, 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 talking, talking, <laughs> currents and currents are talking. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's usually that. Or like, yeah, that is literally the story of my life. I'll talk to somebody. Then somebody I wanted to talk to at a certain point in time wants to talk to me. And it's like, I guess I'll see you next lifetime. Maybe we'll be butterflies. <laughs> now what am I supposed to do? Oh, bad. Bro, I used to cry listening to that song, man. Okay. I'm serious because there was this girl that I liked so hard. Annie Lou. Annie Annie motherfucker Lou, the Vietnamese queen. How was like, old was she? 70? I was, I was, no, it was grade Lou? eight. Yo, she had five beautiful sisters. She was the youngest of the five. It's like Annie Lou, and she she had like the biggest booty on an Asian girl I've ever seen in my life. Still, probably the thickest Asian girl I've seen in my life. In grade eight. In grade eight. That's it's a lot of GMOs. But then she ended up dating my like my best friend, and it was just like I guess I'll see you next time. <laughs> Yo, I remember when so, that's the first. You guys remember the first time? That's was that the first time that happened to you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A girl you like started dating one of your boys, yeah, because she never and she never knew you liked her. No, Did she, she knew. know you. Oh, we, okay. we both were bigging her up, like we're bigging each other up because me and my homie were like we were close. I'm like, yo, Omar's such a good dude. He'd be like, yo, no, I'm such a good dude. Well, at least I, I, don't, I know I was be like, yo, Omar's a good guy, man. And I don't know if he was doing the same, but in the end, she chose him. And That's I was crazy. just like, fuck. I like this girl named Rachel when I was in like grade seven. Shout out to Rachel, and. She, she started dating my boy Emilio in grade eight, I think. Mm-hmm. And I remember being, no, first she started dating this Asian guy. I can't remember his name. Norm. Norm. <laughs> Imagine. Hold on, no, I just realized she was started dating. Last name Annie Lou started dating. Like when I first started liking her, she was dating a dude named Marlon. Hey, Motherfucker. That's why you dog. say that. That's my dog. Anyhow. But no, she um, started dating this Asian guy, and I remember being so like, so pissed like every day i'd see them together i'd be livid 
And now, every, then, t- every time you fuck an Asian girl, you're like, God damn you. <laughs> this She's is not Asian. <laughs> She's not even Asian. No. <laughs> <laughs> so then now, I, um, the next year, I hear they break up grade eight, right? I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh, okay, I can make my move. Like a week later, I swear to you, she started dating Amelia. Oh. And then I just hosted their wedding last year. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah, crazy, crazy. crazy. Imagine I would, I've like stopped the wedding, like, no, <laughs> I've loved this woman since Grace. <laughs> so crazy, but it was just like I remember being in the wedding. I'm like, man, life's a trip. Like I used to like this girl. Like what if the, what if this was my wedding at the, some point? Like this is, it's crazy how little decisions can like completely change the course of someone's entire life. Like that's grade eight. You wouldn't think that a relationship in grade eight. Would even last, mm. much less people getting married like almost twenty years later. It's nuts. So it was really dope. I Shout out to Emilio. That's my dog, Dallas. I see a lot of girls from my past, and man, what was I thinking? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, fellas? You. But then, there's a select few, that and I'm not just even like, the ones God that I dated. Damn. Not even the ones I dated, because some of the ones I dated, I can acknowledge are beat. But they weren't beat to me. Yeah. Does same. that make sense? Like oh, their personality was so blessed that exactly. I'm like, I don't even like you look attracted to me. I don't give a fuck with yeah. anything. Yeah. So it's like there was some that that like that where I was like, I can understand somebody else looking in being like, Martin, really? You people yeah, like, people think I'm nuts when I'm like, yo, Jill Scott is the sexiest woman on earth. They're like, Jill Scott. Yo, and then I'm they like, saw her sucking queen. imaginary dick on on the stage. Oh. That was a moment. Yes. My goodness. He loves me. When she started playing with the imaginary He's balls, I was like, oh, oh, Jill. God, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking yes. about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Yo. And <for laughs> But no, there's some girls that you just liked, like you had a crush on, that you look at back in, back in the day. Even like just looking back, you're like, fam, I didn't see the world yet. Like, it's crazy. Like, I feel like there's a... There should be two um, distinction between attractive years. Like there should be pre-Instagram and then post-Instagram. So like, you know how there's BC and then AD? Mm -hmm. We're in AD right now. Right now we're in AI. After Instagram. AIG, I guess. After internet? After Instagram. Before is BIG. Before Instagram. before Instagram, and there was that small period of uh, before or a- after Asian Avenue, Black Planet, and Mahente. <laughs> and meet me in To. <laughs> Yo, meet me in To was like the least black thing I've ever seen in yeah, Toronto. In Toronto like it was just all Italian people and Middle Eastern people. A lot of gel on that site. A lot of moose. <laughs> So much moose. I had a fake page on there because I didn't have anything to take my picture with. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm like, how do you put pictures on the on the computer? Like, we didn't have scanners yet or any of that shit. I didn't have a no camera phone that didn't exist yet. If you're taking a picture, your most of your pictures were in the washroom in like a mirror, and you'd see that big old <laughs> digital ch- chunky camera in your yeah, hand, yeah, yeah. fucking size of a VCR. <laughs> Taking a picture, you have to hold it like th- yeah to the side so it doesn't block your entire face. 
nuts. Absolutely nuts. Oh, man. <laughs> Trying to take a selfie with a digital cam? Good luck. <laughs> Shit come out blurry because your fucking you wrist is like different. Yeah, no. T. After like T. Wire, Facebook, and them shits came out, I also never left Maple, so like I was really boxed in. Really? Everything that I saw, like the the girls who were attractive, those are the only girls that were attractive. <laughs> I didn't know any girl. I didn't know girls outside of it. Then when I started using the TTC and shit, that's crazy. Venturing out, that's when like, I saw the to, world. When I was in Scarborough, I'd be like, man. I need to see girls outside of Scarborough. Because mm. there came a point where I'm like, man, I feel like I've seen them all. So I would go to Vaughn. I would go to Mississauga. And, yep. at, the, and at the time, like... Just go to the malls. You don't even buy nothing. Just yeah. hang out. Look for things. But I just remember there was a point in time where a girl from out of town would be like, oh, you're from Scarborough? There was like this allure. Mm. So I would exploit the shit out of that. I'm like, yeah, I'm from Scarborough. I'm like, oh my God, you're from Scarborough? Like, yeah. Danger. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I came all the way to Vaughn. Danger, from danger. Scarborough. Ay, ay, ay. Zordon. Rangers, Rangers. Rangers. Angel Grove is in need. <laughs> we both do that entirely too close. That's crazy. Oh, man, Alpha. Shout out my dog. Rangers. Um, Friggin. <laughs> some of the funniest ones I've seen under this post. Uh, Chrissy Chula said, let me get your honest opinion on these opening lines. Want to test out my birth control? <laughs> That's a good one. Dick, you, now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm meditating and I need to sit on your dick to concentrate. Or, her personal favorite, time for my throat exam. Thoughts? See, I like humor. I like humor because that's like, oh, yeah, we, gonna, we about to do this. We about to yeah. do this. And if my dick slips out, we're going to laugh together about it. You know what I mean? Okay, you know what? I just remembered. My favorite one, the one that I get often was, oh, the, the bat signal, the cock Batman signal. in front of the cock signal. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> no, I my favorite one is, um, and it's, it's a, it sounds like an old one, but like, I want your dick, I want you inside me. Like that's like a, you know, that's a classic like yeah. adult. I yeah. want you inside I me. I want to feel you inside me right now. It's like okay. I bet. Um, be home in about three hours. Stay right. ho- stay horny for three hours. <laughs> that's the worst when you know you're not gonna be home anytime soon. You're like yo, stay horny, three hours. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to stay. Don't do anything about it either. <laughs> don't watch no porn. Don't touch no toys. Stay horny for three hours. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be home. I'm gonna take care of it. And you fuck her for five minutes. <laughs> you absolutely hate to see it. I made, back when I was young, I made, like, when I used to try to sound like Nas. Oh, like, God. When I wanted to be Nas. When you so wanted bad, no one to hear you? I, I would talk on a voice like this all the time. Oh, you know my saying? God. And I would be, like, talking to this one girl. And I remember I made her finger herself. Uh, and and she, she shared a room with her sister. And she was fucking chilling off. While I was talking to him in this nice What's voice. What's that noise? We got rats? And, she, <laughs> yes. and I hear, all I hear is, Ate, can you be quiet, Ate? Which is like, which is, <laughs> she's saying, older sister, can you quiet down? And all, all I'm hearing in the back is just that. Stirring that mac and cheese, baby. Stirring that mac and cheese. And Ooh. just get it with that. That no. is honestly top three sounds. <laughs> Top three sounds. There's that <laughs> that coming out the dick sound. That 
That is top three. <laughs> you got wet pussy sound. Also top three. There you go. And then a swish through a basketball net. I think it's top three. Oh, yeah. That sound of just a ball just... Woo! Mm, make my dick hard. That shit great. But what about that same sound, but a queef? What do you mean? <laughs> like the... <laughs> <laughs> Swish. <laughs> Yo, I hate. I'm honestly beginning to hate queefs. I'm beginning to hate Why? queefs. Come on, man. Because it, it spices up. That's the spice of life right there. No, That's, but I mean, like, right before the queef. Right? Sounds When you're in there and you're feeling it and you're like, you can feel the air is in there. Like, it's. This, the pussy feel like your dick inside of a balloon, basically, when the queef is about to happen. That's if women are wondering what it feels like before. Picture uh, putting your hand inside of a balloon, and just and while it's blown up to its max, so like you're feeling like you feel the walls are there, but they're fucking <laughs> all the walls are like <laughs> pressed back like shit, nigga. Let us out. And then you let that <laughs> come out, and it closes right back up. It's not their fault, man. It's not. If anything, it's yours. It is. So stop pulling your dick out so far. It's, it's <laughs> straight up. It's like you're pulling your dick out too far and you letting air in. Making that horse exhale, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love Patrice's joke about queefing. He's like, um, he's like, I love when a when a pussy fart, man. There is no room for anything in there. My dick tickled that whole shit. I was dying. Oh my God! Some pocky. Some what? Oh man! <laughs> I just got pocky? blessed with some pocky. Some or some pocky. What is it? What is it? What is this it? This is pocky. Yeah. What is it? What is it? What? Ah! what is it? You don't know pocky? No, I don't know biscuit sticks. Nah, I'm straight. You don't know, bro. These are you nah, never had pocky. This. You never had a chocolate. I'm pocky? not big on sweets or anything. My guy like Marlon that. ain't eating no pocky, bro. I get the middle finger because I don't want to eat what you want me to eat, woman. Right? Am I right? <laughs> Oh, you don't eat ass? Fuck you. Like, what the hell? Can I live? You, you eat... <laughs> you, can I live? No. You eat pussy, but you don't eat pocky? No. <laughs> eat pocky, but you don't eat pocky? Come I on, eat, son. I eat pocky, but I don't eat pocky. Uh. Does that make sense? Mm. Chocolate colored chocolate colored chocolate, pretzel sticks? Chocolate colored pokey? Chocolate covered pretzel sticks. That's chocolate covered pretzel sticks. Mm. I'm straight. Mm. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. They have so many flavors, though. Never had them? Yeah, the almond crush. That's a good one. Cookies and cream. Man, when I went to Japan, they had so many flavors of Pocky. My God. My good. So I many. I hate Pocky. Mm. <laughs> um, speaking of sex, ASAP Rocky is addicted. Is addicted to sex? No. Get in line. ASAP? Now, when you're addicted... The prettiest boy in the game? What is, like, the threshold for sex addiction? Because some women want to have sex every day. Let's be real. Some women, that's their requirement for throughout the first, like, year, two years in a relationship. I need to get fucked, like, regularly, right? I think, I think addiction applies to something that pulls you away from things that you're supposed to do. Sex. Yeah, so no, like, I'm supposed to sleep. You're that addicted that like <laughs> I'm supposed to get that some it's rest. Pulling, pulling you away from the things that you need to be doing. You ever been up at 4 a.m. and know good and well you should just go to bed? Yes, and I'll you be still tired. send the text, bro. I'll be tired <laughs> as hell, 
But if I if, if I know it's going down, I don't know where the energy will come from. That's called addiction. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so well, I put the dick in addiction. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> That's a shirt. That's You're a shirt. Fucking sicko, man. Uh, for me, <laughs> yo, it takes like very little for me to be like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> It's late. Ah, it's cold out. The wind is blowing really hard. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it tonight. No, but to be so, like, I don't feel like that's an addiction. I feel like that's just, and plus, you got to break it down because if it's taking you away, say it's taking away f- from something you should normally be doing, but guess what? Some of those people aren't normally ever having sex. So, what if you're a person that doesn't get pussy or you don't get dick very often and you got something important to do, but you just, I don't, get, listen, this is not an everyday thing for me. This is my one chance, I'm gonna get it done. Yep. That can't be addiction, right? So, like, I think there has to be a little bit more to it than that. He said he's been fucking since he was nine. Here's the thing, I think that it's like, is ridiculous to me. See, if you have the opportunity to, you would. If everybody had the opportunity to fuck, Every day, as many times as they could, they would. But people don't. People if like naturally. everybody had the energy and time, I think. You gotta, I think you gotta put those both together because a lot of it sometimes, especially with women, we realize when we've grown up that women are way bigger freaks than us. Mm-hmm. Like we thought, we want to fuck women will just dismantle that theory, mm-hmm. right? Because first of all, they're not doing as much, so yeah. Why not go as many fucking times as possible, please? Um, also, y'all can come multiple times back to back to back. So if men could come multiple times back to back to back, that one factor in and of itself would change sex. We would want it. Our sex drive would be much higher if we could keep going and keep coming nonstop if, the, if it's that good. Well, have you seen that episode of Explained on Monogamy? Yes. How they speak on like in certain um, primate or like in certain monkey colonies, like multiple partners. Like monogamy is not a thing. Like the the yeah. woman will have multiple partners, mm. and the sperm will fight within the insides of the the woman's belly, which See, explains why a woman could come multiple times because she would have to take multiple multiple yeah. partners. And then while the while while they all nutted and cream pied her, there's that inside is just. Fighting for whoever it's survival of the fittest at that point. Mm-hmm. There's just like this bukkake battle on the inside. Plus recovery time. To, you know? Yeah, factor in recovery time too. Cause some girls can't some girls can't come and just keep going. Mm-hmm. Some girls they come, I I'm out. Like I'm done. Yo, I dated this one girl that was like, I'm about to come. And then after she would come, she'd get so extra sensitive, I was forced to like she'd be like, Can you yeah, like I'm so sensitive. Can you like hurry it up? And I had to train myself yeah. to come faster, just to, so that it wouldn't bother her over sensitivity. Even eating pussy. Yeah. Like I know a girl that you, she comes one time, don't touch her clit again. She can't, like you can't do anything on it anymore. Yeah, it's mad sensitive because you guys have so many nerve endings, right? Like mm-hmm. you guys have what fucking eight thousand or some yeah. shit like that. Something ridiculous. We have, like, what, 30? (laughs) It's it's like we don't feel like we feel that feeling on a minuscule level when you suck our dick after we come. Yeah. 
you ever see a guy like fucking jerking away like whoa because like, whoa, whoa. our dickhead is so sensitive it's like Just yo get the fuck away from me yo. you can't fight through it if you're like there's certain things where like if i like I'm gonna pay attention to what's on tv or i pay attention to what music's playing i can let it happen and i can fight through it but for you guys if it's worse than that which it probably is i couldn't even fucking imagine <laughs> i don't know if you've ever done this with any of your partners but like so me and this girl we both knew like we, we would laugh at that point yeah of like of sex from like when it's overly sensitive and it's like oh don't touch me don't touch me yeah yeah it's like, always a giggle fest right? at there's that always point. a giggle fest but like especially our, when she starts playing yeah, with you our thing oh. would be like oh you want you want to keep yeah, on yeah, going huh so she'd be like get yeah. up and i'm like nah she's like, ah. <laughs> so she'd do the same thing like all right yeah, yeah i'm just too sensitive she's like oh i'm not fuck you motherfucker like yeah no, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Stop. Trust and like me. just reaching over to each other like nah i'm a i hate I'm that a, shit i'm a out sensitive you motherfucker i hate that shit because i my feeling is is always you know when someone you're play fighting with someone and they hit you just a little too hard mm-hmm. and you got the immediate reaction yes. to fucking that's me on my dickhead like don't as soon as i feel a little ha, my fist balls up by itself <laughs> i just i don't know why i'm like yo 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 chill i'm yo, sorry chill. oh it's yo, natural reaction it is like i don't want to <laughs> hurt you like literally back up it's bad but no um, I don't even know how the fuck we got there. <laughs> how do we get to dick tip sensitivity? How did we? We were speaking on um, on on uh, text messaging, booty call, booty call messages. So I could see the the correlation coming down the line, eventually getting to that point. I think. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know how we got there. How we got there. But if anything, know? what about you? Do you know? Do you guys know? I think Janet knows. Janet? Does Janet know? No. Deborah knows, though. Deborah knows. So here's a funny thing about that song. Whenever I do karaoke, mm-hmm. I do not like singing seriously because people feel all weird after like, you know, oh, the guy that could sing, sing, sing so nice. Everyone's all weird and intimidated after. So I'm like, all right, let me sing something fun. And I'll always choose this fucking that song. song. My, my song with the same theory in mind, I never wanted to be serious, obviously, um, is, uh, uh, fuck. What's it called? Um, um. Uh, go upstairs, pack your bags. Uh, call the cab. What's it called? Irreplaceable. Is that irreplaceable? You must not know about me. No. Pack your bags. Isley Brothers. Oh, Isley. Um, oh. Contagious. No, it's not contagious. No. Contagious is your contagious drive me crazy. Pack your bags, your asses, that's it. Uh, no, no. Um, In between the sheets, no. I was just singing it. Fuck, I gotta find it now. I gotta find it. Go upstairs, pack your bags while you at it. Call a cab. You got the urge, you playing around, but I didn't see them though. You're the only friends I know. Tell me where she live. Hmm. Something. Uh, 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 is it a man's a, name? Is it a new Daily. one? She got kids. I think one or two. I'm gonna find it right now. That's a very obscure Isley Brothers. It's really not. It's really not. Once you hear it, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that song." 
Where Busted. am Huh? Busted. Busted. Two damn clock in the morning. Where you been, niggas? Oh, that yeah. part. Yo, <laughs> you do that with a girl? Yeah. I want to do that at the next Slow Jam party. Mm. I want to divide the crowd in half. I'm gonna, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to divide the crowd down the middle in half. One side's going to be Ronald Isley. The other one's going to be JS, the girl from JS. And they're going to sing the song. This song. Woo. This is such a fun song to sing as karaoke. It's a deep cut. Deep cuts? This was like 106 in Park for months. Maybe for me. It's two damn clock in the morning. Where you been, baby? If you check your two way, I was with my girlfriend. You're a liar. I called Keisha and Brenda. They were both at home, but I didn't see them though. But they're the only friends I know. Girl, you better hold on. Before you get all upset, here's the truth. Talk to me. I was with my girl when she got some bad news. Wait, wait, pause that. Hold on, hold on. Had her upset and Are we allowed to listen to the song? What do you mean allowed to listen to the song? Oh wait, are we allowed? Is that song canceled? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Nickel's write that one? <laughs> no, I don't think so. He the does sound? drop her off though. At the start of the video, Kells is the one in the in the car when she gets out the car and goes in the house and the music starts. I ain't canceling this motherfucking song. Y'all can suck my chestnuts. No, I, I still listen to Aaliyah. She was so upset. She asked me to stay with her. Well, why didn't you just pick up the phone and call me? Who's that singing with him? The girl from JS. Remember JS? I'm gonna show you. What's her name? Sharon. Where she live? Her man's name. She got kids. I think one or two. Baby, yes, no, that's one thing I gotta know. How the hell is she your friend? You don't know if she got kids or upstairs. I feel like you're the only Pack person I know that knows what every single damn song. While you at it, <laughs> just call a cab. How do you know all the lyrics in this damn song? You know all the lyrics of the weirdest song. Take your shit and get the fuck up out of here yeah. now. Tell me, know. where am I supposed to go from here? Frankly, Ma, I don't care. I don't give a fuck. Never fell on maze with your lyrics, man. Jesus this Christ. This is JS. Hold on. I'm going to show you JS right now. How do you not remember JS? They had that one big dude. This is all about eating pussy, this whole song. Come and get a taste of my ice cream, baby. JS got the flavors that you make. Oh, won't you taste my ice cream? Okay, I remember this one. This is like, that's like Cherish times. Yeah. Neva, Cherish. Cherish? Cherish? I, I, that's one group I'm fucking... Is that the group that did, um, uh, the one with Jada Kiss? Young Bloods in the Young Bloods in the back? Yeah, Sean Powell. Sean Powell. Young Bloods. Young Bloods. Sean Powell, baby. 
That's when hip hop was so fun. Hip hop was so fun. On tonight, with it drop, with it lean, with it rock, with it. All my ladies Do it, do it, do it, do it. And then this was this was the real two. Like if anybody knows, cherish unappreciated was the tune. Jeez, I don't even know if they made a video for this song. Feeling really unappreciated. You take my love for granted, baby. And I don't know how much. This one, Sammy was making this comeback too. Remember, Sammy had that, uh. Oh, what was the Sammy song? You should be. With Jazzy Fizzle. Young Duck Shizzle. Young, young Sammy. Huh? Oh, boy. Oh, my God. That was a throwback. You know what's so crazy? This is the time when I when all this music came out was when I stopped watching TV because I was on the streets hustling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was on these streets. Yeah, I on these streets just grinding. You know what I'm saying? I was on these streets chefing up the bags. You know so like I didn't watch BET for a good while. I wasn't watching no music videos, no nothing. And I do. There was an era where I'm like, man, I don't know music right now. I only knew whatever was on like on like a big mic mixtape or some shit or some like streets is watching joint like all those like compilation mixtapes and whatnot that was a snap era man it was wow. some r&b was interesting because it wasn't like slow if that makes sense yeah, yeah. you know r&b was like was at like that point that's when paced. r&b kind of died yeah yeah like the Nobody only was people that was still it. doing it was like mary j blige with no drama and be with be without you like like I always say, Jagged Edge was for me the, the like the ending point of good R and B, and then like Pretty Ricky and all those guys. Like, like I don't even get, like B two K. Maybe like uh, I'll give it to them slightly just because of their impact and uh, for your generation. But like there wasn't many people now, that could B2K, talk to anybody on the R and B level that that yeah. my generation was on. Well, Usher was the only probably the only one making like, but he was like R and B at a high level. Yeah, I would say at a high level because that was Confessions times. Him and maybe like, I don't know, maybe Justin Timberlake when those two were like neck and neck. And there, mm. there was really no R&B popping at the time. Like you said, Mary J. Blige was probably the only person doing it like well, where people would actually support. And then I feel like Soul just f- fell into obscurity because everybody was trying to do this sing rap shit like 50 Cent. Hey, hey. This song gives me PTSD because I know BT the pull up is on if I hear this song on TV. <laughs> Hello. And then Sean Paul temperature. Yeah, or Glenn, <laughs> Glenn Lewis, don't you forget it, will pop up a lot. Avon's four minutes would come on all the time, too. Neither one of us knew why. You guys remember Sherry Dennis? Oh, yeah. That's Sherry Dennis. Hey, I love when people do that. Sherry Dennis. Dead child. Dead child. 
She's a one hit wonder though. Yeah. What did he say? She caught you in the coop on my way uptown with the ball getting loose. Tearing off the blocks, tearing off the spot. She's glaring off the rocks, top down, baby. Why did Jim Jones always sound like he was about to cough out a lung of smoke? Uh, people, shit that was making it <laughs> yeah, he's like right on the edge. He's on the edge of a shit that was making it easy, though. You remind me of pain, but I can't ignore you. I tried my best not to think of you. Such a silly game to play. So eventually, just lose to you. Remember this one? I do. I do. I do. Me too. I must say, man, I thought I was an army head, and I am, but like within the era I grew up in. Mm. But you, my friend, you fucking have span generations of arms. Like I stopped at a certain point and then picked up again later, but I you, never fell off. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of army. <laughs> I'm like, what this. the fuck? I drew this? this, boy. Yeah, no. Let me see who else you might not know. Mm, you remember Latif? Latif. Oh wow! I got pulled the Latif on the back. You know why I hate this fucking song? Listen to how many numbers he dials at the start. Five numbers. What phone number is that? That's not a phone number. Where's the effort? But this too, no. You know you mean the world's got the opening monologue. Where I can hurt you. Can I talk, I talk to, to you? you? You gotta ask can I talk to you. First of all, I wanna tell you that all I do is in love for you. No matter we go separate ways, I still ride for you. Cause you're the truth. You don't know the song? Can't be I don't remember this one. You're the type of girl that make a nigga go out and get the ring. But the problem is This is a fucking <laughs> That's how fucking this guy is what is it called? He's underwater. That's R&B. That's R&B. That's R&B. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like you singing Honestly, like I never realized how Irish Janet Jackson sounded. It sounds like a river dance. Where did you come? Where did you go? Where did you come from? 
Yo, they should. That's actually a dope remix. If you took, oh look at the party over. I bet you you could Google that shit and it will pop up. Like Cotton Eye Joe Janet Jackson. Cotton Eye Joe Janet Jackson mashup. Oh man, who else was around those times? That's not anymore. Singer wise, singer wise. Um, I guess uh, what's your name, Latoya Luckett? Latoya Luckett, yeah, she was. Um, uh, 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 what's his name? You got? Do you remember that group, Ideal? Torn in between the two. Nope. Ideal, yes. <laughs> I think you better. I think you better leave. Ideal. I'm me alone. I pack your bag. They're just called Ideal. I head on because I don't want These guys? you no more. Yeah, get gone. Never. Excuse me. And it was that quintessential R and B guitar. Yeah. Yes. Seeing that begin. I'm a dang. Forty-two thousand monthly listeners. Oh really? Forty-two. That is such an R and B ass guitar. That's an R and B guitar such a riff right there. Right there. That You know what's right? Yeah, somebody cheated on somebody. But Seems like I was always by myself. Hey, like you didn't ever want to help. You got that. That hop. That that tell me bop right there. We hit that bop like 30 <laughs> times every soldier at party. Here it is though, here it is. I think I better leave. You alone. You alone. So get your bags. So get your bags. And get the hell on. Get the hell on. Because I don't want you no more. I don't want you no more. I think you This is rude. Me alone. Alone. So get your bags. So get your bags. Get the hell on. This is fire. Nah, that's getting that's getting downloaded. That's getting downloaded, brother. No, but there there's a couple of songs at that same time. When there's another song there's another group called Profile. Profile. That had a song. Who came up with these names? Right, but that's when like everybody had their kind of name, you know? Ideal. I guess it's Profile. Um What's another? What? At least it wasn't like "Color Me Bad" or fucking. Remember the like early '80s, the late '80s and early '90s groups. This guy. P R O F Y L E. Oh, F Y L E. Um. Yes. There's a song that they have where it's like, um, "I'm taking the calls." And I'll come, and I'll end, and I'll oh, that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> this is another like, "I'm leaving you, bitch. I'm gone." And they're dressed like B2K. Pretty much. They're, they're trying to be cool. Fuck. I dog. I dog. But yo, damn. What's that? Damn. When they start talking at the start of the song, you know it's about to be a problem. 
Ending bot. Yo, the whole bot. They hit the hoop. hoop. Oh, what the Watch this. Tell me why did you do this to me? Oh, why did you do this? Why? These are Drew Hill babies. For a family. Oh, oh. oh. Swear you would bear my oh, oh. oh. And the cars, and the kids, and the dog, I want it all. Woo! Get the fuck out! You're a cheater, a deceiver, a heartbreaker. Nah, 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 that's a vibe, you know? Nah, nah, nah. That's R&B, like, right there. <laughs> that is it. Just you are this and that. You hurt me, so fuck you. Like, like I'm going to just call you everything out the book. In the same, like, pain that you'd feel in, like, a really sad country song... You know what I'm yeah. like? And my dog, my baby <laughs> left me with only a cow. Or <laughs> like, it's that same, like, that sadness and that hurt. Dog. But those two songs came out around the same time, and it was like, man. All that these- is so Drew Hill. <laughs> right? Like, dog, okay, I'm going to show you the exact same song I thought of when that played. It wasn't old Drew Hill. Was- I, not the old Drew Hill, like the newer version. Oh, when there was like five of them and shit? Taking care of you. Oh yeah. I can see yeah. it in your face. <laughs> the talking kills me. <laughs> the best. Dirty Mackin. You had to dirty Mac to start. Yo, you know that nigga ain't got no job. That nigga don't drive. Chris Brown had a whole song called Your Man Ain't Me. <laughs> he don't even drive. <laughs> um, how does it start? Lies. And deceit <laughs> I don't know You feel it with your man All I see Is crying I should be a boyfriend I should be a boyfriend Don't you know he's lying Because you know he's lying Like I'm hating Like I'm hating There's a dad Five steps. I was gonna say they got four steps. Now five steps. Five yeah, steps yeah. too. <laughs> right. What's with them and steps? They like I cardio. Think, I think the fifth step was death. Because <laughs> we were five steps. It was like well, four steps for love. For but eternity. That song used to make me we cry. Were. That song made you cry. That's a lot of songs you, make you cry, bro. I was an emotional. I'm a. I'm a cancer, bro. I'm we a sensitive dude. I'm a Cancerian. Steps. Yeah. 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 We were. Yeah. I I don't like how you gave me that look though. Like he he had the wide the wide teeth out, you know. Who's had the white teeth? No, she was just like. Mm. Who had the white teeth? 
She gave me the wide teeth. She gave you the wide teeth? Why? Because I'm cancer. Because I'm a cancer. Because you're a cancer? Because you feel a lot? You know? Because I... Yep. I'm a Leo. Of course. Did you say of course? Of course he is. That explains everything. Every single iota of his Yeah? No one thinks I'm a cancer. No. I don't come off cancerish. <laughs> I'm not a cancery guy. I don't kill everything around me. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't give cancerifus vibes. <laughs> cancerifus vibes. Speaking of cancerifus vibes. I'm a dick. Like I'm not nice like cancers. I'm joking. I'm not a dick. I'm very nice. Speaking of cancerous vibes, um, Nicki Minaj got married. Oh my god! Uh, we were doing so well. <laughs> we we're doing so well, <laughs> and we brought Nicki Minaj into the mix. <laughs> uh, Yo, every time we talk about Nicki on here, Norm gets physically, physically <laughs> obtuse. <laughs> He's like, oh, here we go again. Oh my god. That's all I wanted to say. She got married. Uh, congrats to Nikki. Um, I guess. My balls just inverted. <laughs> <laughs> my god. <laughs> I hate that. I say fire burn that <laughs> <laughs> with the fucking X Files music, that shit hit nice. It hit different. Um sticking with relationships, Summer Walker has ended hers. Oh no! Yeah. London is now off the track. Off oh, the track. London is reportedly off the track, and all I can say is I can't wait for the next album. Shit, this is, that shit gonna hit. <laughs> and her rollout is amazing right now. She's got not only um, she had like a crystal thing that she was doing, like crystal healing um, classes or something like that, but also she set up like rage rooms. Mm. Like in different parts of the world, so there's one. There was a rage room activation in London, where people put on over it construction hats and and just, just broke shit, shit while listening to her music while listening to the That's album. So genius! It's amazing. That is genius. Um, she had pink bats and all that stuff. Yo, I'm going to if ever I release music, I'm going to release it specifically as something you listen to while taking shit, like shit music. Shit music. Like, because hacky. everyone has to do hacky. it. No. It's very hacky. No, no, no. no, no. I think it's a bit hacky. You're a hacky. You're I a am. fucking hacky yeah, sack. Yeah, yeah, I am. But, oh, man. No, just because... No, now you got me thinking. Then she has pole classes that she has uh, enrolled, like, different classes around the world in different, different cities. She also had an activation where you could call in from a payphone activation that they put in. Where you call in and leave a message and tell her what you're over. That w- that went off in Toronto. I think the first <coughs> activation was in Toronto. I'm pretty sure. And um, yeah, oh, man, she's just people done a knew lot how to of, use. Kids knew how to use a payphone, right? It <laughs> What's was, uh, the payphone? I gotta pay for this phone. Why? I have my own phone. Who uses quarters? Oh my god, does this have WhatsApp? Can you go on Instagram on here? Kids will never know the <laughs> struggle of calling collect. <laughs> For the sake of a ride, right? You have a collect call from mom. Pick me up. I'm ready for school. <laughs> if you'd like to accept this call, press one. <laughs> you have a collect call from mom. Pick me up. I'm ready for school. 
press one if press you'd like, one to, accept if you'd this like call. to accept this call. Your call has been denied. <laughs> All right, that means she's coming. All right, she's on her way. <laughs> Mom one, is on her way. Every time you get a call, collect call back, and there's one of two things. When she answers, that means you're about to get an explanation of why <laughs> she cannot pick you up. Yeah. <laughs> when she doesn't answer, it's like, all right, cool, bad, bad, bad. Mom's on her way. I remember Geico did a commercial with that one time. And like, <laughs> they call, and they're like, it's a little boy. You have a collect call from it, and like and he just hangs up the phone. And it's like, honey, it's a boy. Don't kill me. Geico. Summer Summer Walker posted in her Instagram story, single, lol. Somehow I always end up with male chauvinists. I'm an alpha male, so I guess when I think for myself, make my own decision, it's taken as disrespect. Then her next one said, "That was cute though. God bless him. He's still a sweet man deep down inside." And then I remember she posted like. Uh, the definition of an alpha female or an alpha woman on her Instagram. So it was like she was, yeah. What is an alpha woman? <clears throat> she was over it. <laughs> For lack of a better word. <clears throat> so do alpha women want submissive men or alpha males to go along with their alpha femaleness? Um, I think alpha, alpha women deal more in knowing what they want. They're not submissive to conditions, if that makes sense. Like, they're not like um, just whatever happens, happens. It's like they take control of their life. It's kind of like what the true definition of a hot girl summer was supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like, girls empowering themselves and taking ownership and accountability and growing and just being independent and assertive yeah. woman. And I feel like that's probably what... I feel like if women were to make an alpha... Definition: It wouldn't be as dominating, dominating and domineering as men's definition of alpha, whereas ours is more on power and what we can conquer. Whereas theirs is more so a state of being, like just a mindset to have. You know what I mean? Like when we talk about alpha male, <clears throat> sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> when we talk about alpha males, well, because we the notion of talk about like dudes that are like. Fuck that. Like, I'm making the decisions. Uh, what do you want? Oh, I can get it done. Like, I can do anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we don't... A guy doesn't like... I don't know. A I mean, has today's see- notion of what an alpha male is now changed because of what society uh, deems what true alpha maleism is? I don't think it has changed on a wide scale. I think that... Because, like, sensitivity, like, people will look at a, a, male, a sensitive male that's openly sensitive and, like, that's... And call him that, a beta. And call, well, they, call, they call that beta? Yeah, they'll call him a beta. If he's a sensitive or he's in tune with his emotions, for some reason he's a beta. For me, I, a beta I, has always been someone that's spineless and a follower. That's always been my definition of, of a beta male. If you're a person that just follows what everybody tells you to do and you don't make any decisions for yourself and people are constantly making decisions for you and you, you, you're not assertive. You don't take initiative in, in leading at all. I feel like that's beta, especially in relationships. Like women are always going to leave the guy that like just goes with the flow. Like they want a guy that's like when you set up a date, the woman doesn't want to tell you where to, where we're going and all Mm -hmm. that shit. They want you to go, all right, yo, seven o'clock, we're going to hit up this place, then we're going to go to this place. You're supposed to have the whole plan mm-hmm. put down before you even hit her up and say, yo, this is what we're doing. Because women are, are looking at you like, okay, like this is your field trip. What's yeah. going on? 
And if she's got to make some of the decisions when she didn't even make the decision to go out with you, it's like it's a it's a bit of a turnoff for for a lot of women. So those things are beta to me. If you're if you're not an assertive person, if you're not a person taking initiative, <laughs> alpha beta or alpha what? You're not. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> Fire burn that Ross Club. I say. Speaking of Bati, um, Rolling Stone's top 100 singers of all time came out. Mm. And this shit was some ass. Um, Worst singers of all time? Best singers. Best. These are the best singers of all time, according to the Rolling Stones magazine. Number one. Hold on. Can you just tell me if Celine Dion or Whitney Houston are in the top 10? Number one, <laughs> Aretha Franklin. Okay. Number two, Ray Charles. Okay. Number three, Elvis Presley. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, Sam Cooke. Number five, this one was one of my, this, is, this one was a tickler. John Lennon. Number six, Imagine Marvin Gaye. Living. <laughs> Oh, Number today. seven, Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. Eight, Otis Redding. Nine, Stevie Wonder. Ten, James Brown. Eleven, Paul McCartney. Twelve, Little Richard. You get it. It's fucked. So Michael Jackson's twenty-five. Michael Jackson is twenty-five. I don't know many people who can even sing a Michael Jackson song. Elvis. Over Mike? Oh, Bob Marley over Mike as well. Bob Marley is number 19. Freddie Mercury is all the way at 18. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury is an amazing <laughs> singer. Though. Freddie Mercury, 18. Yeah, he should, he's, he's top 10. Are you dumb? He's easily top 10 to me. When you talk about male vocalists, who can even touch some of those Freddie notes, man? And sing it as powerful, like... Effortless, like oh my god! Do they, have, do they have Bon Jovi on there? Uh, probably. They got John Bon Jovi. They got Bono. Bono. Bono is above no. Whitney Houston. Bono is the worstest. Yo, that guy's one of the worst singers ever. Prince is thirtieth. Mick Jagger is above Whitney Houston. Mick Jagger's above Tina Turner. Mick Jagger's above. Smokey Robinson, Mick Jagger's above Michael Jackson. He's above Nina Simone. This is, I can't, I just can't, I just can't believe this. Luther Vandross, fifty-four. I said, I said, I said. Jamie Foxx is greasy for that. Let me see who else is on here. That's a travesty that they're so low. Mariah, oh my God, Mariah Carey is number 79, Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey. Is Celine Dion on there? Celine Dion isn't even on the fucking list. No, we're done. I am finished here. I will no longer be eating here. Nope. Christina Aguilera is above... Is above Mariah Carey. Wow. Wow. Hold on. No, wow. No, no Ashanti or Ja Rule? No Nas either. 
Who would have thunk it? <sighs> you know, with Nas's amazing singing voice, uh, he doesn't even have an amazing speaking voice. Let's be real. I, <laughs> <laughs> I need some host mental <laughs> In other news, there was a top 50 worst rappers list that dropped. Ooh, number one. Who's, on, who's your top five worst? <laughs> the number one. Dead or alive? Is Magoo. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Leave Magoo alone. They put Magoo number one. Up in the cup number like two. bubbas and haircuts. I'm <laughs> black and Indian. My race should be mutt. That's bars, cuz. Blueface is number two. <laughs> Blueface, Blue baby. He's number two. Yeah. Number three number is Lil Yachty. Okay. Yeah. Number four is Stunner for Vegas, and I don't get that. Who's that? Stunner can rap. Fuck y'all niggas. Uh, number always, five is Silk the Shocker. Silk the Shocker. Number I was six. Too short was whack. JoJo Simmons. Seven is G Herbo. Eight is Fifty Tyson. Whoa, Fifty Tyson <laughs> beat all those other guys. <laughs> what? Number uh, nine is Lil B. Um, I twenty, <laughs> I twenty is number ten. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, no. Disturbing the pieces. Is that the old. guy with that, that looked like Charlemagne the God, but had a deep ass voice? Yes, yes, yes. and he's in Disturbing <laughs> yes. the Pieces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy shit! You just yo, I forgot <laughs> about his voice, and he did look like Charlemagne. Holy shit! <laughs> Vanilla Ice is on here. Tony Yayo. Hmm. Bow Wow, Flow Rider, I feel is, should be higher on this list. Nick Cannon's on here. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. That's you some... see this video of the blind stripper? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sad. A blind stripper. Like, I get inclusion, but come on. No, but if there's, if there's a job that You're telling that me she's not do. getting fucked over? <laughs> you're, telling me, you're telling me girls ain't taking some of her money? She getting uh, fucked over like Ray Charles yeah. at the start of the movie. <laughs> she is. They are taking some dollars from her, bro. Come on. This girl had to lead her down the stairs. I'm just imagining her like trying to find the pole, like walking up to it. That's the other thing, isn't it? Like, couldn't that be a safety hazard? That's what I'm saying. Like, what if, like, for God forbid, something happens, she falls off the stage, hits a customer, that's, you can get sued, no? There's a lot. There's a lot. She, she got Braille on the pole. Marco Polo and like Braille on, on the pole to say which one is the left and the right. That's horrible, man. God. Ladies Lord. and gentlemen, today yeah. and our next dancer, she can't see, so please be mindful. No, that's. Oh, man. Because you know I'm trying to find the joke in it that's respectable, but still yeah. good. I was joke. Like, yeah. He's trying to find a joke that's respectable, but still a good joke. I know those ones. It's not. I just stay away. Once I, once I start looking for it like that, and I, it takes me more than three seconds, I'm like, yeah, no, I'm off this. This can't be. This can't go well. Um, speaking of things Some not going well. <laughs> like, folks, this next shipper, her name is Love, and guess what? Love is blind. Hey! <laughs> Mar- Marlin's face. <laughs> Let's give it up for our next stripper. Give it up for love. And guess what? <laughs> Rihanna um, posted a video promoting her makeup line. <laughs> um, Is it? Hold on. Away from that. It was that a slow mo. Um, no. no, 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 no. That was the song with Russ and Bia, which has skyrocketed to number two since then. And Rihanna's given that the, uh, I call the her effect. Because remember, that's what she did when her, like when her first came out and that focus song was like her number one single. 
Rihanna pushed that song and was like the one that made it start charting and shit yeah. because she made that one slow-mo video of her hair blow like the windows open in the car and you just see her hair blowing while the song's playing in the slow-mo is just so beautiful so she just did that now with uh russ and bia's song and then russ bia. turned it into a challenge so if you see best on earth hashtag that's what that's for if you see a slow motion video with a girl and you see the hashtag best on earth it's it's the the rihanna effect basically <clears throat> and she uh posted a video promoting her makeup line i guess like new lip glosses or something like that and uh chris brown's song was playing in the background song slaps by the way and uh damn that's a heartbeat yeah and her fans were obviously not pleased because you know irrational people uh she's clearly gotten over it she's made multiple songs we've talked about this so many times yeah, like so they've they've made multiple songs together they clearly have no problem that you guys seem to still have i don't know how how many how long has it been mm. 12 years maybe 11 years yeah. how good while it's been over a decade probably by now and y'all are still just on it it's kind of wild man um Arnaz Ballard. Arnaz. Arnaz Ballard. If you guys remember Coach Carter. Remember his son in Coach Carter, that light skin you with the eyes? He was also in that one of my favorite TV movies, My Granddad's Shoes, or My Father's Shoes, I think it was called, where he'd put on his shoes. He'd put on his dad's shoes, and he would basically live like a day in his father's life as his dad. And everyone would see him as his dad, but he was just, it was just him. It was weird. That nigga that played in that movie is a crip. Oh yeah. In California, yeah, yeah, yeah. being a bad kid, running the streets, and uh, I was involved in like gang life and being in trouble. And one day I was just outnumbered by a bunch of gangbangers. And I oh. shout out to the building. That's crazy. And the gangbangers and I ran to a random building. That's crazy. And the building was an acting school, and I was just in there stalling because I just didn't like I was outnumbered. So, and then. Uh, I end up filling out an application, wasting time. And then <laughs> the the rest is history. I guess. Everything happens for a reason. Are you still a hothead? Like, do you still get into trouble at all? You do know you what? Still, though? Shout out to all the gangsters. Do you have a bad out, temper? Shout out to all the gangsters out there. They say never forget where you came from. You know what I'm saying? Never forget where you came from. <laughs> so I keep my rag on me, or whatever. But nigga um, pulled out the flag <laughs> on the left side too, cuz on the left side too, cuz I could. That nigga a banger, cuz. I could. What you know about that, could? Wow. And he shared the tweet when when the tweet went viral. He's like, I'm really crying, son. But yeah, embrace that crip shit. Like, what? Embrace that crip shit. <laughs> this light-skinned dude is a crip? My father's shoes? Coach Carter? This nigga? This is crazy. <laughs> I don't know. That's nuts to me. That is super nuts. So left field. Arnaz Ballard. You guys go Google and be just as shocked as I am. A-R-N-A-Z-B-A-L-L-A-R-D. Arnaz Ballard. Check that nigga out and see what I mean because I'm like so confused. Um, speaking of confused, Barney movie is in the works. Oh, my God. With Daniel Kaluuya. Purple, 
Barney is headed to the big screen. Mattel Films is partnering with the Get Out star Daniel Kaluuya as to produce a live-action movie based on the ubiquitous purple dinosaur. Barney and Friends was this movie, blah, blah, blah. Teaches lessons. Barney was a ubiquitous figure in many of our childhoods. Then he disappeared into the shadows, left misunderstood. We're excited to explore this compelling modern-day hero and see if his message of I love you, you love me can stand the test of time. Hmm. Barney used to be the shit, bro. I always thought Barney was like an asshole underneath that thing. Did you? Yeah. You take out, he'd take off that mask and he'd be like, ah, give me my beer. Just like With the, a cigar? Just like the whale in yeah. freaking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> I thought it would be... I feel like man. almost every show painted those guys out to be like that, though. Yeah. Like, the sure. mascot guys are always these guys with a fucking cigar inside. They hate working. They hate kids. Barney, I love you. Wow. I love you. You, you love, love me. me. We're oh, a happy family with a great big hug and a kiss from me to you. Won't you say you love me too? Was that too good? <laughs> I love you. You love me. What? What am I doing? What? You watch Barney in Florida? Say word. What does that mean? Every American kid grew up watching Barney? Doesn't seem like it. I'll be shooting up schools and shit. <laughs> no. You know how many, yo, do you know how many actors started out on Barney? Like, I remember seeing Kyla, um, Kyla, what's her name? Kyla Pratt. Yes. She was a kid on, on Barney. There was, like, so Jenny many Gomez. different, yeah. There's so many. If you go back and watch old Barney episodes, like, people who are big actors now or singers started off as, like, little four-year-old kids on Barney. Shit's crack. That's crazy. Um, Fabulous tweeted this, asking for a friend. How many times do you argue a day in a relationship? Is once a day healthy? Yeah. I, I want to know this. I want to know this number. Once a day seems healthy. What do you guys think? Once a day? You would be down to argue once a day? I think. If it's productive. If it's productive. Yeah, if, if it's productive once a day? Once productive? Is it productive if it's once a day? <laughs> I mean. It could be. How? How? Doesn't sound like you're I, too in tune if it's once a day. No, but if it's healthy arguments, then what's wrong with it? Like if if you guys aren't angry at each other at the end of it, and you just it's a healthy. But how healthy is the argument if you guys are arguing every day? No, but once again, it's ar- arguments but not everyone can still is be healthy. healthy. That's my point. That's my point. To have a healthy argument every day is not feasible because then it wouldn't be a healthy argument. You're not really learning much if it's a. Every day is a healthy argument. Like it's like no, but it's it, it's all depending on what you are. But like when people and how think, many different facets of the relationship could be that lacking where every day a healthy argument is helping it. You guys started from not knowing each other at all or some shit. Like no, but arguments can come from just disagreements. And oh yeah, for and sure. if you understand, Obviously. if you're arguing your point, it could help you better understand another perspective. So in the end, you you learn and you build off of. Off of that argument, I feel and like, if, and if you're arguing for the sake of just defending an, uh, an idea or whatever, and you both understand each other's at the point at the end of it, then that's when that argument is 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 a good. Don't thing. you feel like that's a debate though? 
I mean, I feel argument, like it's such a fine debate, line, like, yeah. but argument a dis- seems uh, more heated, hostile in my opinion. A heated discussion, uh, an exchange heated of discussion of, is passive aggressive words. for argument. Let's, yeah. let's just I mean, be real. There's so many let's things. Let's just be real. But like, That's when you're trying to make it seem like, babe, it wasn't that big of a deal. We just had a heated discussion. But like, but that's because you want to calm them down. You want to quell their emotions and. It's, and it's all real. perspective. Like they're all the exact same thing, but like certain words have stigmas to it. So like, you but there, there, like you said, there is different perspectives because you could be in an argument and you're thinking you're in an argument, and the person saying, "Like, are we really arguing about this? Is this is this about to turn? No, they say is this about to turn into an argument? In your head, you're like, I thought we were already arguing. Yeah, like you know what I mean. So or arguing, arguing. Are we arguing? Are we arguing? <laughs> oh, we like have it, an argument. That, like, I feel like it's it's not healthy nope. to have one once a day. Nope. I don't think it's healthy. Once a day. I would say, mm-hmm. on average, two a week. Two a week? Yeah. Two a week, I feel, is good. Yeah. Two a week. Because if, if it's more than that, that means you guys are arguing over little things that yeah. don't even matter. Mm-hmm. And, like, if it's mm-hmm. that... Then it's just ugh, yuck, toxic. Just constant negative reinforcement every day weighs you down. What are you doing? I'm trying to take a, a funny little ass picture. It looks like you're looking at a naked body. I don't know if you've seen Paul Rudd doing it on 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 a. That looks like your finger. It looks like my <laughs> finger, but I'm just, I think you have to have the finger for it. Like, like maybe he just has bro, the finger. Bro, look for at it. this freaking shot. It look his finger makes it look like and he puts his pinky on there so it looks like a nut. But because sack. but you're not seeing the lighting. It's the light. You gotta catch oh, the lighting got, off got, the finger. You know what? I gotta turn on your the, uh, lighting is too dark off your finger. Okay, yeah, so it's not looking like there's shine off the buttocks. Yeah, okay, let me try that. You know what? And that, that his little pink his yeah. pink finger makes it look like flesh. Exactly. More than my melanin <laughs> Oh man. But yeah, no, I don't know. I think two arguments. Two or three. Mm. Arguments. Yeah, I think one. Four a month. I think arguing in general is fine as long as it's constructive. Mm. The moment it becomes destructive, and it's just to like Ooh, you know out. Bars. You know. You know. I, I wanna. I, I just wanna as long hold as it's this constructive, over you. not destructive. Mm, I like that. I fucks with that. Please, I like. I like it when it, when I love when a woman. Like challenges me, argues with me, and like puts me in my place because I'm like, tell you, that's mm, why I love you. You make me better by understanding better. things that I don't normally understand. That's why I love you. Mm, but I hate you for making me feel stupid right now. I'll chill it. I'll chill it. What? What, 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 what was that about? What was that about? Did I miss Marley, something? Marley definitely could have went somewhere, but he's oh. chilling. Yeah, I'm chilling. Go. No, it's too late now. That if I were truly Ari to Lennox's be Instagram my lives are the best self, I would break my mother's heart. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Somehow I cannot 
outside. She's so funny, man. Like she's you easily. Who, how could you miss Takashi when Ari Lennox is on the internet? Like, there's an entire Instagram, uh, Twitter page now, made just for her Instagram live clips. Yes. Like her Instagram live, she is a character. I've been saying this for months now. She needs her own show. She needs a movie, a rom com, preferably, where she would be like falling in love with some guy, but like it's just following her being quirky in herself. She's hilarious. So funny. I want to start doing that. I'm just going to start singing on live now. I'm going to start doing that shit. I don't know why that never came to you. Like, what? You never thought about that? No, I never thought about it. Just talking shit. Even I sing on fucking Instagram live. I sing everywhere. I hardly use live. I only use live when I travel. Yeah, I barely use Instagram live, too. I should start using it more often, to be honest. Yo, you know what I did? Oh my god. Speaking oh my god. Fuck. Oh my god. Holy shit. shit. Wow. I fucking wow. did it again. Guys, I did oh it again. God. Like a fucking dummy. Sorry. <laughs> Yo. I'm sorry. sorry, go ahead. <laughs> and so I was standing. <laughs> Obviously, you know. <laughs> <I'll be fine. laughs> So, uh, I uh, <laughs> so the uh, customs obviously fucked with me again. Nice. They love fucking with me yes, every time I try to cross the border. They made me miss my flight. They held me back and made me miss my fucking flight. And I had to wait for a flight to Dallas, stay overnight for 12 hours, and then eventually wait for my next flight through to fucking New Orleans. Get there 17 hours later. Jesus Christ. I put my hand in my pocket and when I land, saddened by the weed turn price. of events, and I realized <laughs> I got weed in my pocket again. <laughs> Norm, you fucking idiot! You found a way to smuggle weed without knowing. Wow. It was just in my back pocket, folded up in one of the Lotto 649 joints where you scratch out and the you numbers. got through? I was sitting in customs while they were holding me. And that's when you felt it? No, I felt it when I landed in New Orleans. Wow. I put my hand in my pocket. I'm like, oh my God, I got weed. And they well, didn't check you. They didn't check me, no nothing. I'm just a fucking idiot. That's all I got to say. I, I'm sorry, man. No, no. That lasted perfectly with the sad song. Yeah. That was crazy. <laughs> We've always had to turn down the sad song. <laughs> it, didn't get, it wasn't sad that long ever. God damn. I did it again. You are blessed. I don't know why I keep on doing that shit. That is, yeah, no, you should oh, yeah. definitely make it a rule of thumb before you pack, uh, before leaving. You empty, you just travel with your all your pants pockets exposed. But that's the thing, like, I check every, <laughs> just, I check just pull them all that out. I pack except the things that I'm that wearing. wearing. Uh, so, like, and, and when, I, when I went in, I was, I'm so paranoid about that shit, bro, that I smoke, then shower, then leave. Bro, just like, imagine. if I'm gonna smoke last before I go on a plane. I smoke, then shower, then put on the clothes that I'm going to wear so that they don't smell like weed, then go to the airport Bro, and make I sure thought... I still put on bare fragrances because I'm so paired, especially when you go in that thing where you got to hold your 
Your hat, your hands hands up. <laughs> and that thing just white for you, right in front of you. I'm like, oh, this is Minority Report. They about to get my ass. Right no, here. I was. I, I could smell the <laughs> yeah. weed, but I was like, it's this not. This is me. It's just a remnant. So I'm good. I still but will I'm, never. But you get know over. how my weed smells, bro. I so still, imagine I'm sitting in custom smelling myself like, damn, bro, I'm loud right now. But whatever, it's not me. I don't got nothing. Yeah, but it, I, but I it was right in your pocket. It's in my pocket. I still will never get over <sighs> going to Montreal. <laughs> More commercial. Staying in a hotel. I'm chilling. You know, things is going good. I go on weed maps. I call up a dispensary. I see on weed maps. They deliver. I said, oh. Price, $80. Three spliffs. I said, Jesus. Jesus. All right, I need it. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it here. Bring it hither. Come hither. Then they brought that shit, right? Uh-huh. I smoked that bitch. Uh-huh. I smoked another one. Went to bed, woke up. <sighs> I had to go for my flight. Threw the goddamn spliff away. Weed is legal in Canada. <laughs> I could have brought that weed <laughs> on the fucking plane. I could have smoked that bitch in the airplane. <laughs> and I could have been fine. But I didn't do it. And I threw the weed on the ground. I remember it killed me. Two spliffs. Oh man, man. Mon, you, how could you? How oh, could you? King, King Papes, King Papes. How could you? No filter. You wasted the weed, man. You wasted the weed, man. The weed, man. How could you? Molly, no. It's a sad day for baseball. <laughs> sad day for baseball. It's a sad day for baseball. <laughs> Why? This guy's on Instagram Live now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the last um, few bit. Uh, the last bit. Come on. Why not? Why the fuck not? Todrick Hall's personal assistant for years mm-hmm. has exposed this man. Okay. Okay. He says. I know every detail of his life, including deliberate non-payment to people, racism, sexual assault, sexual harassment, online bullying, exploitation, illegal business practices, and the list goes on. P.S. I never signed an NDA. Now, at first, I, I looked at this and I said, yo... This is kind of crazy. This, is, this might be the first gay guy I know mm? that's mm? getting canceled in this new era. Oh, say what? So I'm like, all right, bet. But then I thought a little bit further. Mm-hmm. He lists here deliberate non-payment to people, racism, sexual assault, sexual harassment, Check. online bullying, Check. exploitation, Check. illegal business practices, Check. and the list goes on. Now... Do you guys think that this all happened at the same time? No. Over an extensive period extensive amount of, time. of time. So one would ask, were you not a co-conspirator in such events? And now that things have gone awry, it's time to come back with the evidence that you were also a part of. Mm-hmm. You trying to come clean? Ah. You trying to come clean? Mm. 
How man. you gonna come clean for somebody else? When you was doing when that you was dirt. doing dirt too, my nigga. Huh? 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 You knew all the you knew racism, sexual assault, sexual harassment, online bullying, exploitation, illegal business practices, non-payment to people were all going on and thought nothing was wrong until now when you have no job. Hmm. Hmm. He's just as bad as like R. Kelly's team. All, all R. Kelly's team, Sam, I was just about to say. There's nothing different than what There's no difference whatsoever, I, I see. Why I, I think that was never the thought process. Like back in the day, someone comes forward like, oh, what do you have to say? Like, ah, well, let's take it for face value. But now people are like, wait, why? It's like the whole, you ever seen that uh, that quote? When people come to talk, talking to you about other people, don't you ever wonder what they say about you yeah, to other people? And why are you coming? T- or, uh, or that other quote where it's like, when someone tells you what somebody else said about you. And you have to ask, why were they so comfortable saying it to you? Mm. 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 They're comfortable Ten. saying it to anybody that's worth listening. Fire, burn that rust clock. Burn that rust clock. Fire, burn it. Fire, burn it. Fire, burn. Um, speaking of fire, burning that rust clock. Nas. Uh, <laughs> my dear friend, Nas. Says he's tired of celebrating Illmatic. Thank you for appreciating that record, but it's over. Uh, Nas, you just—I mean, I feel like if he had other projects worth speaking about. Maybe he wouldn't be so annoyed. I mean, I don't ever hear Jay Z saying, "Y'all, y'all niggas need to stop bringing up this reasonable doubt." Shit. Like that was so long ago. Trying to, trying to. That was so long ago. Why bringing up the reasonable doubt blueprint again, guys? Michael, that's like Michael Jackson saying, "Guys, Thriller, really, really? low hanging fruit, guys." All the, time. Like, all the time, Thriller. Every Halloween, really, Thriller. Every Halloween. I get it. Illmatic is the greatest hip hop album ever created. I get it, guys. I get it. But come on, I still have Nostradamus. Crickets. I mean, I still have Hip Hop is Dead. I mean, I still have Godson, for God's sake. Distant relatives? Is that what you're going to bring up next? I hope not. <laughs> I mean, the firm. How about those lost tapes? <laughs> I want those lost tapes to get lost. Uh, like, for real. Listen. Like, just lost off the internet. At this point, I get it. I get it. Mm-mm-mm. I get it. Mm-mm-mm. Nas is still one of my faves. That's all that matters. Have fun with that. Um, yeah, you have fun with your Summer job. Walker. <laughs> Summer Walker did Tiny Desk NPR. And she bodied that shit. And bodied that shit. Said no one. I think she uh, did a splendid <laughs> job. Um, <laughs> however, people were not happy she didn't make it pretty for them. They were not happy that she uh, basically didn't put on a show. Like, she doesn't look interested to be there, but that's just mm. like everything we've heard from Summer Walker since she was opening. I can't remember who she was opening for. Was it Ari Lennox, I believe? She basically 
always had like poor stage presence because she says she has social anxiety and that she doesn't feel comfortable on stage yet. Um, <sighs> is that okay? Like as a label, what would you think? Why would why would you let her take on an NPR gig? Because NPR is not that big of a gig. Like it's a big gig in terms of um, what it could mean for your career, but yeah. not a big gig in terms of like literally the venue. She's performed in much larger venues, mm, mm. and she's about to be headlining her own tour. Well, I'll tell you what. Like I think an NPR NPR performance is more nerve wracking than. A large I stadium. Agree. I agree. Performance. It's just it's like, way more intimate in your yeah. face. It's and not they can see the blemishes. They can hear everything. It's that much more up close and personal. Which is, would explain why she would be even have more even even more social anxiety. Yeah, rather, yeah. Like I always normal. get mad nervous when I have to sing in front of two people, as opposed to sing in yep. front of two thousand. Yeah. Like two. two I've had to perform like four bada eyeballs bada. just looking at me. I've had you to know? perform bada bada, and it wasn't on stage. Oh. And the crowd was literally standing right in front of oh. my face, and it was just so nerve wracking. Like, I, I, there's a certain uh, like veil you feel is there when you're on stage between you and the audience. Yeah, it's almost like when you walk around with sunglasses on and you're like, no one can see me, <laughs> but like everyone can see you. It's just they can't see your eyes and intentions <laughs> within your eyes. So it's like you feel like no one can see you and what you're doing, but it's like. I don't know. It's 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 pretty intense to be because I remember uh, Rihanna went through the same thing. The weekend went through the same thing yep. where they had that anxiety being on stage and it would come through in their performances. For her though, it doesn't affect her vocal performance. She still sounds amazing. Yeah, it's just visually she looks completely uninterested and like bored almost. You you remember when Drake would always look extra extra freaking nervous on stage, always yep. looking down. He always looked down, had the, know, hands, had the hands doing hand everything. Yep, high every time he'd rap like. And it's so Hi different guys. now. It's so different now. Now now he, now he always throws a throws, frisbee. Yeah, <laughs> throw, like every time he drops that hard line, like ah, yep. catch that frisbee, motherfucker. He looks at <sighs> everybody in the face. He points at people while he's speaking to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Rihanna, friggin' killed kills her performances <sighs> now. Her voc her vocal performances are oh, yeah. so much she stronger. She got so much better. The weekend, you remember his Coachella performance? Such a crazy vocal performance at the, at Coachella. Like, he's come such a long way from Mod Club back in the day. So it's like, you, gotta, you guys got to give these artists time, man. You guys cannot, cannot imagine the pressure and the anxiety it, that comes with performing in front of people yep. in any artistic regard, whether it be singing, whether it be a monologue, a skit, uh, stand-up, rapping, drumming. It doesn't matter what it is. You, Guy, you will you, feel that anxiety. I had to do a stand-up set. In an apartment for a house for like an apartment party. Oh God! No microphone. No, no stage, mic. Just me and a bunch of people sitting on a couch, Jesus. standing up. And it was, you know, it's like one of those apartments that have that like that quintessential Scarborough apartment that actually has the exact same setup. So just imagine that same living room setup. I'm standing in the corner while everybody's looking at me. I'm like, this is so weird. Yeah, no, that's odd. But I. You know, I bodied that shit, and that's when I'm just like, I can fucking kill this comedy shit if yeah. I can do a small room of 30 people inside a Scarborough apartment. You know what I mean? For sure. So. For sure. Yeah, little things like that will definitely give you the confidence. Yeah, especially the worst the venue. Because, like, 
I'm not gonna name names. There's some shows I've done where I'm like, how the fuck am I gonna pull this off tonight? And how? like, <laughs> you do, and people come up to you afterwards and like, yo, great job, man. You like, you fucking killed it. Mm-hmm. And like, you can tell the difference between some people who are saying it because they feel like they need to, and the people who genuinely had a good time. Yeah. And it's just like after that, you're like, man, I can fucking do this shit mm-hmm. in a storm. Like, I can do this anywhere. You know, it's the nicest feeling. Mm. And this is something you should start to aspire for, or like move towards. Because this once I once I got a bit of that, I was like, oh, I want that every time. Mm. When someone walks up to me at, at the end of a show and is like, just whispers, "You were the best set of the night." Oh yeah, you were the best set of everyone. You fucking killed it. You tonight. smashed. Funniest like everyone was good. Tonight. Everyone was good, but you fucking like you. You were fucking, the best. Outside. Yeah, no. I've when I hear that, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I've gotten some of those. I like, know. Uh, like that one time that... That was the point. That white boy came up to me after your show. <coughs> yeah. And he's like, dude... I never knew. I've never thought of that before. Like, that's the fucking like, top 10 greatest joke ever. My skin like, is like roti. <laughs> I didn't know we did that fucking lip thing, but I do it. I fucking do it. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, how are you doing? Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Those are those are fun. Shut <sighs> up and down. Another week. Another extra gravy. Smothering you motherfuckers. Three hours plus. We gonna get out of here because, you know, the Raptors out here doing their Oh, shit. Hold on. What time is it? What time is it? It's uh, 7.15. No. What time is this thing supposed to? It's supposed to. Oh, 8 o'clock? Okay, I was about to. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's now? what we that's what we want to ah! watch. Go to ah! type discords. Type Discord no, uh, I got, Raptors. I got, I got freaking the Rogers link. Let's go. Go go go. We go, going. Go, we go, going. Go, we gotta go, watch go, this go, shit. Go, go, go. We're gonna watch this ring ceremony Raptors! that we're missing right now. Mother Holy mother. shit. No. We're doing this live on the show. We're gonna we watch do, it live we, on we the show. Watch oh the my god. We gotta please. Come All on, right. Addy. I hope your Rogers account still works. Come on, Addy. Sign in, Sign in baby. Come on. Come on. Come on. Um, no. Just a reminder, guys, this Saturday we have Extra Gravy Comedy, the first edition. Come on through. We got comedians. We've got dinner. It's dinner and a show. Um, it's going to be a fun, fun night. Uh, it's obvi- It's going to be ending early enough for if you want to go out and do some stuff afterwards, you can... Totally do that. Um, we got Chef Justin in the building. Oh, okay. they're showing the highlights. Okay. Oh, shit. What site did you use, intern? YouTube, it's on there. Oh, so oh, YouTube? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, no, it has to be. Okay. Somebody's definitely live streaming it on YouTube. Yo, say, yo, it's open night. Yo, send that, I'm going send home that, to watch these fucking games. I'm going to watch like four or five different games on one screen while simultaneously playing Fortnite. Mm. Yeah. Thank you guys uh, for wa- listening. <laughs> yes. say watching, for listening to us ramble and talk shit for another three hours, another week. Congratulations to the first brown president of Canada for or yes, prime our minister. first black prime minister, our first Justin black Trudeau, and brown prime minister. Um, um, you weren't black the first time around because we didn't know blackface uh, you existed before, mm-hmm. but now we do know. Yeah, uh, and it's just great to see a minority on top of the country, straight, straight, uh, representing black and brown. Uh, we just, man, it's a beautiful okay. thing. Why okay. aren't you on? Why aren't you fighting it? I, I don't. Okay, sorry, I was just. I got. You can't multitask. Okay. I da, Raptors. Da, Raptor, <laughs> Raptors. And then just press live. Raptors. No, what am I? Ah, I'm terrible. Get it together, Anyways, Rings. thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to the Extra Gravy Show. One more week. I'm Marlon. I'm Big Noir.
on. And that was the extra gravy. Scoop, scoop! Suck Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 